everyone, and welcome to There Will Be Dungeons at ThereWillBeDungeons.com, a D&D show where we play D&D. And if you're new here, that's all you really need to know. Tuck in and enjoy yourselves and go listen to our past episodes. If you've been following us the whole time, hats off to you, because today, one lucky live listener... Where did I just put it? In the chat room, during our break, we always take a little break about halfway through the show. We'll receive in the mail, no matter where you live, even if you're in uh, not part of North America... A full bag of There Will Be Dungeons signature tea blend of Nash Magard's Firebolt. This is coming to you all the way from, well, it'll come from me, but this came originally from phoenixprilltea.com, where if you go to the slash TWB uh, extension on that site, you will find all of the signature teas in the There Will Be Dungeons line. And they're all fantastic. And finally, Bo, up in Canada, uh, got his. Bo? Any thoughts yeah, on your teas? I, I'm pouring it. So this week, I'm drinking Bok Box Goodberry. Okay. That's my favorite title thing. Mm-hmm. It says, stressed? Feel the constant urge to make big blowy? Crave something fresh? <laughs> Settle down with a tart, fruity, relaxing green tea. Mm. And I'm going to pour it out live on the show and sample. All right. Oh, when you Here say I've pour it out, you mean pour it into the cup so you're ready to drink it. I think this is going to work. Hopefully it doesn't land on my keyboard. Yeah, okay. You can see it emptying out there. Oh, yeah. Into my now you have to, the rule is you have to eat the, the leavings with a spoon when you're done. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't know you had to do that. It yeah. doesn't look great. It's like, like, like oatmeal. You just got to <laughs> put it down. It looks like the oatmeal you'd find in Bok Bok loincloth. Like, look at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tea not known for it's, its good great. looks. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm going to sample it. All right, Hang give on. it a Once shot. Here we go. Oh, look at that go down. Oh, it's delicious. It's a sweet berry flavor. I've gained one HP. I can tell it's good just by watching you do that. So, uh, excellent. Uh, if you want to win a bag, you can stick around to the middle of the show. We'll give one away while everyone's peeing. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> only the truth here. Only the truth. And uh, what else? Oh, and then if you're interested, in the meantime, go to pearl or phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD and get yours. A quick email from a listener who went to the website to do this. You go to therewillbedungeons.com, hit contact, and boom, you got an email to us. It says this. This is from Matt. Uh, hey, love the show still. Just wanted to ask if the if a frog hemoth's anatomy is flipped from that of a human as the esophagus is to the stomach and the trachea is to the lungs, as you said, the opposite on last week's episode. LOL, I couldn't help myself. I am a respiratory therapist, and I couldn't let it go. Ha ha, love the show. Keep up the good work. <laughs> so, Bo, you're getting called out on your anatomy a little bit. Well, I, we I'm, all not gonna get, I'm not going to get sucked into any We're all party to this. A frog hemus anatomy, but let's just say it probably has more than one stomach. Ah, okay. And then frog hemus anatomy, arguing about what it is as compared to a human is stupid anyway, because it's a frog hemoth for heaven's sakes. Well, and we're also talking about a frog hemoth high on pixie blush whose anatomy is in the process of being retransformed. Right. This is all very so, important stuff. Yeah. So I, I claim plot armor against any logic that you might apply to anatomy <laughs> in this case. Thank you. Plot armor is stronger than all armor. If you have a response to this uh, most interesting of questions, you can send your emails straight to us by going to therewillbedungeons.com. All right, as is the tradition, I now hand the baton over to Kristen, who will sum up last week's adventure. Kristen? Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, the frog Hemoth fought feistily, 
Powered by pounds of pixie blush, the pseudo-Sicilians sought our soldiers, ingesting each individually. Nash was nabbed after noting magical mayhem. Cast conjurations converted into capricious callings, everything erratic. Fighting fearsomely, a tentacle twisted around the tumored talker, and then there were three. Stanley also sought solution through sorcery that was quick to collapse. Hope helped as best she could, but the two were tossed into the tainted trap. Arel had by this time begun cutting a crater into the brute's belly, but ultimately met his mates in the monster maw, all soon to be swallowed. As they tumbled toward the tummy, they grasped for a grip to stall the fall. Poised over a pool of poison, Nash dove in, altering himself into an aquatic anomaly. Finding a fissure, he requested the rest to rejoin. Varel valiantly vaulted, while Stanley and Hope surmised the sum of spirits necessary to slight the situation when they finally found firewater. Down they dove, seeing stomach bugs too afraid to attack. Safely out of the stomach, they persevered against a parasite and a poop chute before opting upward. Passing pustules and pits, they eventually beheld the brain. Varel, choosing chit-chat, laid on a lobe and bantered with the beast. Now rejoin our heroes as they make merry with the mighty frog Hemoth in the hopes of passing safely through back down to the towering territory of the Teat. Oh, excellent as always. All right, Bo, that's a big thing to follow. What do you got for us? When last we left off, you were in the creature's skull dome. Inside a large room, which held a lar- in the center of the room, large brain mass pulsating blue, causing the room to glow a light, casting shadows over the myriad of eyeballs that have grown forth from the floor and walls. Large tentacles sprouted forth from the ground, pink and fleshy, with cheddar like snot covering over top of it (laughs) whoa caring for caring for the brain applying its sauce to the the brain covering in the room stood three of our heroes hope nash and stanley standing back in in apprehension as pharrell moved forward placed his hand upon the brain matter and began communicating with it. Now, would it be possible for everyone to mute me, but n- not... Yeah, mute me. Uh, everyone can mute you individually, yeah. Including me, okay. which means no one at home will hear you. That's fine. <clears throat> okay, this is new. Except Kyle, don't mute me. Oh, Wait. yeah, we have to... Oh. I'll take Maya now. Yeah. I can hear okay. Kyle. So okay. I should Wait. do that now. So, so There's not going to be any further Kyle, instructions. Last weekend, <laughs> Kyle was speaking out loud so that everyone could hear, but the words were not tra- traversing to the rest of the party. Okay. So we should we mute so I'm just trying to logistic a way where you can hear Kyle, but not me. Okay. okay. We Got can it. mute that you voluntarily. Oh. Yeah. We'll only right. hear Kyle. I, just tell me when, Bo, because you can't tell me anything else once I do it. Okay. Now? You can win it now. Now? Everyone go now. Okay. Okay. Bo is muted. Or is he? Okay, yeah. (laughs) All right. Okay, we'll shut up now. John and I are shutting up. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know the podcast can't hear you, right? Because <laughs> the setup. Okay, okay. All right. Okay, all right, yes. Hand on the brain. Frog Hemeth. Are we still flying? Frog Hemeth. What happened to the elven maiden who was thrown into your cage? Frog Hemeth, do you desire even greater snacks than those you have taken part today? I think he's actually talking to it. It seems like it. Is Varel losing it finally? Where is your home, Frog Hemeth? Well, <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to try to uh, give it the map that I've memorized so well from looking at it so many times, and transmit it to the creature and ask it where these mists are. Yes, yes. <laughs> Sounds so weird. Avoid. I mean, to be fair, this isn't the weirdest thing he's done. No. Yes. Varel or the DM. <laughs> you think he smelled pixie blush? Maybe the brain's coated in it. Frog hemoth. Yeah. Got a high rail. This home is far away, but I, the Lizard King, will help you find it one day. Well, now he's making promises to it. I didn't make a promise to it. I am a beacon for those who are lost in this confusing human world. Is he talking about us? <laughs> Hope not. <laughs> you better fill us in after this. Snacks of power. Snacks of power? You say snacks of power? Yeah. Yeah, snacks. She said snacks of power. Snacks of power. Do you desire... More snacks of power? Is he promising to feed this thing? <laughs> Probably. Yes. It's me I will be your guide. Yep. Sounds like he wants the frog humans to come with us. Yeah, hopefully it'll it's bring not us back. Fit in the car. <laughs>
That didn't sound good. I, I would like to look back to my companions now. Does that mean we can... Unmute? I, unmute, unmute. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Varel. We need to get out of here. We kind of lost you for a minute. What's going hand on? Off the, hand off the brain. Yeah. What's wrong? He is... Uh, the frog hemoth is... Ah, pupating into a beautiful <laughs> astral vessel. What? If we don't want to end up in space, we need to escape. Oh. Hold on a I minute. I would very much not like to end up in space. Yes. You didn't uh, uh, get pixie blush on your hand while you were uh, doing that. I have a cheddar-like substance. Oh, okay. That's good, though. That's not it. <laughs> Hope's <laughs> just shaking her head. Well, well so wait. What did, did your new friend tell you how we might get out of here? What did he say? Uh, many things. Though he doesn't remember eating an Angelashi, though I could have described it better. Wait. She alive? May very well be. Right, well, uh, Nash again, is shocked to the by point this. of how are we going to get out of here? Wait, the the key to Chateau Wick, could we we take the key to the chateau and then exit into a different place? We're above ground, very far above oh, ground. We are still right. in flight. Where are where well, are we? Your new friend wants to land and drop us off. Uh, he is uh, extremely high, uh, both physically and mentally, oh, and nice. has no desire to do such. In fact, it sounds like he is planning, once his organs have relocated, to leave immediately. Oh. Well, uh, then I would suggest we leave. All right, I will turn around and put my hand back on the brain. Frog Hemoth! Mute me. Gosh dang it. All right, he's muted. How can we leave your beautiful body? You know, it's an odd question, really, when you think about it. I'm not sure I would even know how to exit my own body if somebody inside asked. Well, and beautiful is such a... We are not fit for such travel. In fact, the land below is where we are needed most. You will have an ally, however, should you return one day to the Teat. Sounds like Frog Hemus really in on this whole space idea. How high up are we? Mm. That's what happens when you get frogs. Ah. High. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yes, very well. Uh, the frog has licked himself. Frog Hemus! To make such a great travel, I, Varel, the voice of your mind, require you to vomit greatly. Upon my request. No. That's uh, one no. method. I'm not, not doing that again. Probably my preferred method. But I'm thinking of alternatives and they don't seem better. You will void your stomach for such a great astral travel. In the count of. Can you count? <laughs> what? Do you understand numbers? A bit. Begin the process! And I <laughs> remove my hand from the brain and turn around and... Everyone can start... unmute me? Yeah. 
And I start running for the back. We're going down the meats. We're all still tied together, too, I want to point out. Oh, crap. There's that whole room process we got. Okay, back. Back, back, back. Everyone out. We all need right. to make it to the stomach. We're being dislodged. Start oh. running with everybody. Yep. Okay, everyone starts running, and the whole room shakes, and flesh seems to fold over onto flesh. The brain slowly moves out of view as flesh folds over top of it. Compartments open up, and everyone begins sliding through spaces that they don't recognize. And the whole body begins to shudder, and you hear a large... <laughs> echoing through the walls as slime and flesh moves you don't see the passage back you're just heading through this tube everyone hits the ground and begins sliding through this large passage and just as you get to one part of the passage you see a separation long stringy bits of flesh separate and then you see the sky and your eyes are, are stinging with the sunlight as you see two parts of the same beast separate And this large cocoon, like oval shape, has separated itself from the bottom half of the stomach and legs and begins floating into the great beyond above and just moves off. And you guys are in the tube for, and have a brief glimpse of sunlight and you can feel the giant mass of his feet and you know leftover flesh from his bottom half begin to fall to the earth. And speed picks up, but as it falls, you continue falling through the tube, and you're then back in blackness. <laughs> as you, like, are going down this crazy esophageal passage, uh, spinning left, spinning right, spinning upside down, everyone's sliding down. And then you can tell the bodies hit ground as... You're like you're inside a giant trampoline where all the sides are trampoline. You get pressed against flesh and mucous membrane. Your bodies are covered in green and yellow, if you can see it, but it's just dark. So you just see wetness, the occasional bump from one of your teammates hitting you with an elbow as you... (laughs) It's large. You bounce up. You bounce down. You bounce up. You bounce left and right. And, like, you know when you're on a trampoline, you try and press it with your hand to move around. It just pushes in for, like, a couple feet everything pushes in every time you try to get some sort of traction and you eventually fall peacefully comfortably to a final end it's dark you can see pink yellow and brown flesh substances all around and it's quiet but you do hear you do hear like little <laughs> Oh, oh, Hope's going to take out her, her bowie knife and just start cutting up. <laughs> so what she thinks is up. She wants out. All right, so if you look, refer to roll 20, you will see where you are currently. It's all black for me. Is it? Yeah. Let me scroll around or zoom out. You might see a part where you're there. I'm out full size, and it's showing only to me. All black here as well. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. Yeah, all black. I think I oh. just checked it all out. I don't see it. Okay, I don't know why that wouldn't work. Right, we'll move you back here. Oh, there it is. Oh, that was a brain. Now do you see anything? Nope, still black. Yep. All right. 
It's back uh, here. <clears throat> it should be working. I don't know why it doesn't work. Weird. Players have sight. Da, 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 da. Yeah. You should have a light on you. Can everyone is zoomed out to the max? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Full yeah. borders they on it. don't see themselves. Mm -mm. Okay. I'm able to do a drag select and find where I am, but that. Yeah, I can I do. See I can do circles like the little oh, circle okay. pulse. Yeah, there. <laughs> do you see that, Bo? Where are we? Yeah, yeah. So you need to be more to the right. Where you... Over here. There's just blackness yeah. everywhere, so it's like nothing yeah, there for nothing. Us. I'm just clicking black. I don't know. This roll twenty. Why are you not working? Uh, oh, I have fog of war enabled. This okay. You oh, there it is. Hey. Hey. hey, there we hey. are. Get out of here, Starcraft. What a fine group of people. Beautiful. So you're you're in this large, you know, artery. Yeah, <laughs> some kind. <laughs> not quite sure what it is. Uh. It, as your dark vision sort of snaps into view, you see that there's a liquid about a foot deep down below. It's green and brown. The room smells. There's a thick, heavy fog in, in the air. You see large veins and large pieces of flesh. Reflective surfaces of mucus where you can move up and look and see your visage. And an exit leading out one direction. Well, I hate everything about this. Yeah. My friends, when we end up in space one day, we will have a great ally. Varel, please. Not now. <clears throat> Varel. Not S now. Space is a grand fiction. It doesn't actually exist. This is where Diantalus' father or uh, mother, which half are you? What? I'm not Diantalus at all. I think you mean Stanley. But, oh, the fool part, yes. Uh, but Stanley. Look, I don't know a whole lot about elves. I know that some elves believe they are from a place up in the heavens. I'm not sure exactly if I buy that. My father was an elf. I'm sure he believed it. Unfortunately, I didn't know him long enough to find out exactly what his beliefs were. So, hell if I know. Although, with your crazy vast amount of knowledge you've gained from the solar mines, I'm surprised space is where you draw your line. No, there. there's plenty of space talk in the solar mines, but we were told all of it was was false. It was the it was the the material of stories around fires. It was never it was never set set in truth. Space not like Twilight. No, no, not like vampires. <laughs> the great tomes of knowledge of your day. <laughs> Space was, was considered a, a, a foolhardy pursuit for fiction, for fun. There's no, there's no space. The heavens, if, if you find yourselves in the heavens, you got there because of your death. So I don't know where that frog was taking us, but since we couldn't see, I don't know how you prove any of this. Look, this is a fascinating conversation and one I would love to have anywhere but where we are much as I hate to admit it, I agree. Take the exit. Can we see pretty well where this hole is to get out? So you ha you still have your uh, light rock, mm -hmm. so you can you're illuminating it for everyone else. Oh, okay. there's no Bok Bok here with you. Oops, oops. I expected oh, yeah, them to be here with you. Um, so <clears throat> uh, yeah, you can see. Uh, the only one who can't see is Borel. Well, he can only see because of your light source. The All other right. two have dark vision. 
I'm gonna scoot, start scooching out of here. Okay, you start scooching out of here, and you hear <clears throat> as you approach closer. You see, and you see the 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 rant there. The the organ descends mm-hmm. into sort of what looks like a rather deep pool of what you can only assume is shit. Perfect. No. Uh-uh. And you see several bugs nope. swimming Hope's through. Hope's going to start carving at the side of the wall. <laughs> she refuses. You start carving at the side of the wall and you cut mucous membrane and no. you know the flaps open up, but it's becoming very rigid. And you realize that the body may be beginning the first stages of rigor mortis and mm-hmm. will become harder and harder to cut through. Hope. Save your but, energy. Save your energy. We're going to have to go through the shit. No, I'm with hope. Through the wall. Good luck with that. This, <laughs> this creature's dead, and it's and it's not getting any more less dead. It's going to start uh, bloating and closing in and squeezing, and we're going to... And hardening, we're going to die in here. We need to go this way. Stanley, you can press to digitate. Closed her eyes and shaking her head. You can press to digitate all this away on the other side, but we've got. I don't know that we have a choice. I can see better than any of you at this moment, and it's bad. I was gonna sheath her Bowie knife and then try and climb up on Varel's back. I would remind you that I can smell ten times as well as all of you, and I am willing to go through the shit. <laughs> Let us escape this vessel. It, it'll hit my leg. I'm. I'm going to ride you back. Very well. Stanley, do you desire a ride as well? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, I'll make my own way. Thank you. Very good. And uh, we proceed. It's it's to the south. I'm concerned about... I see some a, things in there. You see worms swimming through it, and they seem to be processing it. They don't appear to be openly hostile and make any motion towards you. But they're there. They have these long pink flesh tubes yeah. with little mouth, mouth, <laughs> mouths mm-hmm. on the front mouth. with teeth. And they seem to take in piles of the fecal matter. And when they eat it, the little bulb in their flesh tube shows. And you see it sort of move its way down and then smooth out. They appear to be going through this process with the fecal matter. Mm. This is vile, but nothing can ruin my day. I have fought a glorious beast and been called a god. Careful, Nash. They seem to be drawn to shit. <laughs> are these adverse? Are these adverse to my light at all, Bo? Are they reacting to the light or no? They don't appear to be reacting to your light. They don't okay. appear to have any eyes that you can see. Okay, so they're just sort of doing their thing. They seem to be moving around based on sense. Um, dollars and cents. This this fall seems perilous, Varel. Do you have any way of checking a? a Basically, I say words that equate to him doing a survival check or something, just to kind of make sure we're not going to fall into and hurt ourselves or take a bunch of damage. Oh, to check the depth of the poo. Yes. I shall check the depth of the poo. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Roll a survival check. Ten. Okay. Um, Well, so you... How do you check the depth? I mean, I I, I take Moss Storm and I regretfully stick it in. Okay, so you, you, you place it in, and it's about but a foot deep. It's not oh. very deep. Oh. Yeah. Big deal. There, there may be holes. Can't, can't protect those, but shall I lead the way? And I shall prod as I go? 
I'll stay right behind you with my light. I'll hold it over your head. Very good. And I will take the lead, and I will, you know, like you do, making sure there's no holes in front of you. Mm -hmm. Okay, you proceed carefully, moving one square at a time. Let's uh, make another survival check. Everybody or just him? Just him as he checks for holes. I assume 24. Everyone... 24. Okay. So, so far it looks safe as you proceed out into this organ. Okay. About how many spaces am I moving per... Uh, per check? Let's say... Let's, we'll say four per check. Cool. All right. Then I'll make one more that direction. Well, and as you move, approach the worm, it sort of moves around you and continues its job of processing the fecal matter. All right, I'd like to move to the center of this room. Okay. With a nine. Okay. Well, everything appears safe up ahead. You don't, you know, you check around. You think you've been thorough enough. You're able to move through. All right, I see an exit. Yeah, and you see an opening, and in the opening, basically the walls are completely covered in fecal matter at that point, as if uh, what the what they're processing is becoming more liquefied and traverses through what you determine to be the intestines of the creature. Very good. Proceed with haste. You move through. Now I need everyone to make a dexterity save at this point, please, to make sure they don't disturb the wormlings during their work. Twelve. Fourteen. Ten. I'm on Varel's back, so okay. I would assume I don't roll. All right. I agree. Um, everyone safely traverses without interrupting it. Stanley, at one point you get real close and you sort of hold still and you let it swim through the shit underneath, like, in between your legs as it sort of... Everyone's up to about their knees in the fecal matter. It's very hard to move through, like walking in mud. Uh, your balance has to be maintained, but you're able to move slowly and surely and continue on. Pharrell, you may proceed. All right. I will make the final four steps to the edge. Uh, but I will look for any... Well, no, 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 because it will be done. So, no, never mind. Never mind. Right. You make your way to the edge and see that this turns into more narrow intestine, which makes sense, and that you think you must be making your way towards the exit. All but right. this passage will have to be navigated. Now, which way do you go? We need to find the uh, predictable exit, my friends. Can we tell how... Is there an up or down? Where where, where are we facing? I assume we're standing upright, so... You're standing upright, and the passage seems to move either right or left and doesn't move up or down. I mean, it, it it's not perfect. You know, it goes down and up a little bit, but for the most part, the passages are lateral to you. Well, we all have two exits, correct? Oh, correct. You, mean, you mean people and creatures, yeah. <laughs> So maybe one's one, the other's the other? From what we saw, the creature mutated, and the upper entrance will have likely been sealed by some sort of force. We must use the anus. (laughs) (laughs) Always use the whole anus, I always say. 
I have no problem with that. Anus ho. Which way? <laughs> right, I'm going to peek around here. Okay. Peek around the corner. Anus detector. Hmm. It's small. That makes less sense. All right. I would like to do a survival check to uh, see which direction things normally flow. Okay. 16. So you kneel down with hope on your shoulders and examine the poo very closely to look for marks indicating the direction that it might slide through, you know, where you'd mm -hmm. see natural markings uh, where the, the fecal matter would evacuate. And it would seem to you, you rolled a 16? Yes. Okay. It would seem to you, and this is not the right direction. You, you're not quite certain about the frog hemoth's anatomy, but you see that the marks indicate that the south, southward direction here on your map would be the correct way. You sort of see the markings along the wall where big pieces would swipe at the sides, struggling to get through and reach Excellent. the Excellent. We have our heading. It's this way. And I'll head out in front, keeping in the light, but keeping a pretty fast pace before things can collapse around us. Certainly. You move along the winding passages of the intestine, first to the right, then to the left, and it seems like almost like you're doubling back. And before long, you can't tell how far you've gone or where you are, just that there's endless length of twisting pink tube with fecal matter all over the ceiling walls and floor and you leave your footsteps in it as you move along continue right. down some way twisting and winding through the passages until you see several holes before you hmm Holes in the flooring look like they could perhaps trap and cause someone to be stuck in them as they sort of expand and retract and all right how are these moving this creature's dead uh must I... have leftover reactions as an amphibian, it will likely have many of these sort of defenses. I'm worried that these are foreign bodies in here, that these perhaps are parasites or something burrowed here. The thought enters your mind as well all at the same time that this thing was grown through to the prodigious consumption of pixie blush, and that you know that such powers are, can be temporary. And may cause the reshrinking of the body. We need to keep moving. Yeah. Yes, haste, please. Any way to go around these and not disturb them? Is there enough room to jump over it? Yes, sir. There, there is, but mainly you have to make big five-foot steps over them. You can run and jump the first one, but you're going to have to proceed carefully with an acrobatics check. As you make a large steps over. Mm. Can I make a peace move just to ask you a question that isn't meant to be a real move? Okay. So if I'm there, does that mean I've skirted it and can keep 
hugging this wall and do the same with both these other spots. Yeah, so I'll allow it. As he, so Nash pushes himself into the side of the shit wall. And as he does so, you know, fecal matter trips all on his shoulders and just covers him. And he starts pushing himself in like like you would like a mattress, right? Except right. it's poo. And he pushes himself inside. He edges the side of it as an alternative to jumping across. But he's fully doused in <laughs> fecal matter. I will not do that. I will use my elven agility uh, and natural uh, penchant for acrobatics to step over them. Okay. Will you be going first? Uh, yes, because everybody's taking way too long. I've, right. I've already been... Acrobatics sco- roll. Yeah, you go ahead. I scooch Is it just way. one or is it a series? You can make one to sort of hop over, hopscotch over all three. Natural 20. <laughs> wow! Right. With the dainty uh, grace, you dance and leap over them, not slipping at all on any of the fecal matter on the ground and just bloop, 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 hopping over like a magical creature. Is Stanley offended if Nash giggles a little bit after you did your dainty dash? Because I think it's pretty no. funny. All right. <laughs> you see Nash covered in shit laughing yes. at you. <laughs> yeah. Hard to, hard to be really upset about him thinking he's the clever one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Okay. Well. <laughs> Could I do a series of heavy steps in a uh, athletic sort of way? So kind of a hoop, 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 kind of yes, jump around. I'll allow it, but you'll have a minus five to your roll so long as you carry hope on you. I will look back to Varel, and I will say, Varel, you have uh, spoken with a frog hemoth and fought many big foes today. I find it hard to believe that a tiny hole is going to stop you. And I will give him inspiration. That's a D8 now? Uh, that is a D8, yes. Excellent. Nice. I agree, Stanley. What ho? 15, uh, 23. Okay. You use your athletics to charge across with large strides that are that mean nothing to you. These holes pose no problem. With hope astride your back, you dash sport-like with aggression across the holes. Well said, Stanley. As, as you get to the other side, Varel, you feel observed. I feel as though we are being watched. Well, this thing has been nothing but giant eyeballs. Uh... The feeling is one of worthiness. Hmm. We are being judged. Ah. Creature, show yourself. <laughs> you get nothing back in response to your call out as it doesn't really echo down because the walls are so wet. It just Mm. dampens your voice and Mm. doesn't carry far. Hmm. Well, now at this passage of the intestine, you see that it moves to the left and to the right. As it splays itself in two again. Hmm. 
We need to keep moving. Which way? And I'll do another survival check. Say 23. All right. You do another survival check, and you look for the telltale signs of fecal matter being pushed, you know, large pieces being pushed against the walls. You notice that it moves downward, southerly, from your position. However, as you examine it, an intense curiosity beckons you to the north. This is the way, but that presence... Pharrell, stay focused. We're almost out of this. As I look up my shoulder to hope, hope, I'm sorry to impose this, but... No. And I turn to Nash. Nash? No. Yes. Angelashi may have survived her eating as we have. That presence may be her. What? What do you mean? How can it be her? Much like you, she has magics. And they would have worked as the creature was not yet high on the pixie blush. She may be cocooned inside here in some plant of her own making. In the buried in the bowels of a frog hemoth? I hate the idea of staying here even another second, but let's agree that we're going to check it out and just do it quickly. We don't know how long this creature's going to stay large. If she's here, we have to we have to get her out, Stanley. I agree. Let's do it with haste. And forward, up the northern passage. Very good. You move Oops. forward and you notice in the center, and Nash walks right into it. No, it doesn't <laughs> slip in the mouse. <laughs> Just kidding. You notice there's this large room, and in it, this towering... Staglemite or slack, like one of the two. A large sort of, it looks like almost like a rock formation, but as you enter the room, an eye opens up in the middle of it and large tentacles come flailing out. Can I get everyone to roll for initiative, please? Oh, no. Jeez. A two. (laughs) Seven. An eight. We're really good at initiative. Twelve. (laughs) No, twelve's good. We like to react. Twelve's good. Yeah. Everybody walks into the room and goes, what? Also, after the trachea esophagus thing, I feel like I need to add in, I understand that the bladder and the intestines are two separate things. Yeah. <laughs> Hope does not know the anatomy of the body. No. Just going to throw that in there. Yeah. Okay, so this large thing, which I should send you a picture of so that you can see it, but I'll do it in a second here. Uh, it's, a, it's a large flesh-like mound just sitting atop a pile of fecal matter. And uh, here's what it looks like. I'll send it to you in Slack. Just ignore the picture of me. Oh. It sits before you with a large mouth, and it reaches out with these, has like 12 tentacles, these tendrils that flail out, and they make attacks on you. Uh, firstly, uh, two. Sorry, I lost my roll 20. All right. Firstly, to you, Nash. Okay. Sorry, I was yeah. showing the... Screen to everybody so you can see. When did the frog Hemoth swallow Nash's parents? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So 23, that's probably a hit, right? Yeah, it is. Okay, perfect. So a tendril lashes out and wraps around you. Uh, You are now grappled by it as it 
So you can't move, you're restrained, and um, you're now restrained by a tendril as it wraps around you and pins your arms and, and begins pulling you. Toward Corral, it? you're next. Is it pulling All you right. toward the creature? Is that what you said? Yeah, it hasn't actually moved you yet, but it's you can feel the tension pulling towards you. Okay. 16 is a hit. Against, against your AC is a hit. It wraps you as well. Um, okay, and now Stanley. Another tendril comes immediately flying out for 23. Oh, that definitely hits. It's just grabs you, AC, right? wraps yeah. you around. And then uh, Hope, it also it seems to identify that you're a separate entity and makes its wrapping attack on you, too. Uh, 7 plus 7, 14. Miss. All right, you're able to duck out of the way. You're still atop Varel. The creature then heaves, pulling in each creature uh, towards it 25 feet. So uh, that means you're... I'm moving the wrong thing here. I'll let go of Varel and drop to the ground as he's pulled in. Sorry, I got a mess with this thing. Everyone moves in. You're going to drop to the ground? Yeah. Okay, so sorry, we're gonna I'm gonna move everyone in closer. I'm gonna move him to the back. So I can grab you and move you there. Alright, so everyone gets pulled in. And I'm gonna roll to make this fair, a D three or D one D four. And we're gonna see who gets oh no, one D six. One, two for Nash, three, four for Stanley, five, six for Varel. Stanley. Yeah. It faces you as you pull in. Yeah. As, it, as, it, as it pulls the three of you in simultaneously and makes a bite attack on you. It's large mouth opening up and trying to clamp down upon you. 14 plus 7 is 23. Yep, that hits. Okay, you will take... Jeez, it's a high roll. Wow. You're, uh, 6, 7 plus 4. You take 11 points of damage as this tendril... Scoops you in and then just bites down on you. You see Stanley go inside the mouth head first as it chops down and attempts to bite him. You feel teeth penetrate your skin on either side as you take the bite. Okay, now Varela is your turn. All right. You're not Angelashi. You're an imposter. (laughs) And I will enter my rage and reverse grapple battle. Uh, So to escape, you you can make an escape, uh, DC. And escape DC? Are you trying to escape from the grapple? I would, would break it with my massive muscles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's, it is also very strong fighting against you. The grapple on this creature, you'll have disadvantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. Okay. All right. So I will break even then with my rage. Okay. Perfect. I have advantage. Mm-hmm. So now I have none, but I roll. Oh, crap. Uh... 11. Okay, you make an attempt to break it, and it's it's incredibly strong. The thing is made of muscle itself, it feels like, as you push against it and try and crink it, but it uh, tightens and further. Um, now, I believe you can make two of your grapple things, right? If they both count as attacks, then yes. Yes, I think breaking grapple does as well. Alright. Sure. We'll do that. Then I do it. Ooh, here we go. 24. Okay, perfect. And this time, you try it a second time as you go, and you put kinks in it, and basically you loosen it through the, the force of your will by pushing it, and then it's all crooked as it falls to the ground, limp. 
and then you're free from it. Unfortunately, Excellent. I think you're out of actions, but a move action. Uh, yes, so I will then... Uh, what's what's that eyeball in the back? Uh, okay, so you become momentarily distracted by... this. There's an eyeball lying in the flesh. You see it looking at you. And a wave of approval fills your body. <laughs> huh. The approving eye. <laughs> I'll make that my move action as I kind of look around and go, what? Oh. <laughs> and then I'll use my bonus action to bite this thing with my uh, special bite of Varel. It has a name. <laughs> the bite of Varel. <laughs> I don't use it very often because we're often fighting nasty things. And this thing's nasty, but I'm going to do it all the same. Uh, hungry Jaws. My Hungry Jaws. Of the lizard folk. And that is a... 12. So a 19. For okay, roll your damage dice for your bite. Bite it for five points of damage. Okay, so you bite it for five points of damage, sinking your teeth into it. It's incredibly large, and you feel as though you've bitten it and done damage to it. It's not lost any of its incredible zeal to consume the life forms before it. Uh, Still gain temporary health. You also... F- begin to feel strange suddenly and you you sort of look to your hands as you're biting and notice that your skin color changes to red your 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 um, scales begin to change color and they change color to red hmm Stanley your turn all right uh, so it is only strength to try and break the grapple right that's right. And I would guess that if I'm held, any somatic need for a, a spell would not work, correct? Depending. You might be able to... You, can, you have free use of your hands. So if, it, if... We don't really... We don't really rule it like you have to have your hand up here and in this position right. for spells. So you do have use of your hands. They are free, uh, just not your arm. All right, well, I am going to cast Cure Wounds at third level on myself because I am almost dead. Okay. Uh, so uh, that consists of rubbing your thighs very aggressively while you're being bit. <laughs> it's like, this, heal me, please. So that is uh, 18 HP back to me. Okay. Uh, and... That's my action. I don't think there's anything else I can do. Do you yell for help? (laughs) Help Uh, I think that's that's it. I think that's all I can do. So hope your turn. Okay, so the eye in the back, is that the thing that Varel saw? Yes. Okay, cool. So what Hope is going to do is she's going to see the situation, see that eyeball in the background... She's going to uh, use her action surge first to summon Smokey's explosive shells and load uh, Scully. Okay. Then she's going to move a few feet, 10 feet to the right so she has direct sight of the eyeball. Okay. And she's going to attack with her, her basic action. Okay. All right, so the first one... Is a let's see minus five to that. So a fourteen. Okay, you should. 
All right, so the eyeballs, uh, it's not as large. I'm, I'm marking it here with that size, but it's not its not five feet by five feet. It's a small target. It's about, uh, you know, the size of an orange, we'll say. Um, so what did you roll for your attack roll? Uh, 14. Okay, you shoot at it, and the bullet hits it, bounces up in the air, and drops to the ground. Okay. As and, then... It, and then you feel a sense of disapproval and unworthiness wash over you. Well, that'll just piss Hope off, and so she'll take another shot. And that one will be a uh, 24. Okay. Uh, you fire out the explosive shell, and it hits it and bounces back towards you, hitting flesh beside you. And you feel even more unworthy. Has the thing dug itself into the flesh beside me? The bullet? The bullet? Yes, the bullet is near you. All right, Hope's now going to move the opposite direction, away from the bullet. Uh, about 15 feet. Very good. Okay. Uh, Nash, it is your turn. I'm still grappled, right? Yep, you're restrained by a large, fleshy, poopy tendril wrapped around you. Yeah, for use of your hands, but not your arms. So my hands can kind of move. Oh, jeez. The creature, the creature with Stanley half in its mouth goes... Okay. Well... Man. Well, this brings up some questions. Okay. If my hands are pulled flat, I can move my hands, but I can't really, you know, do much with them, and my arms are held f- flat to my sides. Yes. So you can't make attacks. I mean, okay. But we I ruled that somatic requirements on spells are still okay here, because you still have use of your hands, so you can still make gestures, discrete gestures with them. Right. The problem is... I don't know what if any of these are going to help me. Because some of this needs aim. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's try this. I'm going to cast on myself fear. Uh, I will project a phantasmal image of the creature's worst fears. Each creature within the 30-foot cone must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Or drop whatever it is they're holding and become frightened for the duration. Hopefully it's me they drop. Uh, while fighting with a spell, the creature must take a dash action and move away from you. I think this one's rooted though, right? Can it move? It looks like he's a growth growing out of the bottom of the membrane. Okay. Uh, so unless there's nowhere to move, which covers that, I guess. If the creature uh, ends its turn in a location where it does not have a line of sight. Six will say. Okay. Let's do that. I'm going to cast fear. Okay, so you said you're going to cast it on yourself, but you mean centered on yourself because it's an area effect? Is that uh, right? Oh, good point. Well, I, I just think I have to because I don't know where to put it. I mean, because my hands are strapped flat, yeah, so... It looks like it's a cone and 30 feet in front of you. Okay, well, so, so as long as it's just like right you? toward the creature. Yeah, so you could actually probably cast it and not hit any of your teammates in such a way because it occupies a lot of space. Yeah, which um, is what I want. But, here, so like if I do this, probably cast it like that or something like that, right? Like you won't, you can, you can cast it in such a way, anyways, that you wouldn't affect anyone right. but the creature in front of you. That's what I would like to do. Okay, and um, sorry, this is a fear it's, spell. Yeah, it's it's a wisdom, wisdom fifteen, wisdom fifteen Save. saving throw. Yeah. Okay, all right. If you fail, it hits. 
Okay, so that my roll does fail. What else is unless there's no word moves creature? Uh, so you're gonna drop anything it's holding. That means any of the grapples. Yeah. All right. So immediately, everyone who's grappled, Stanley, Varel, uh, you broke it, but and yourself, you, you both break. It drops you immediately, and it just goes. It reels up all of its tendrils in the air. It's eye wide. It can't move, and it looks like it's trying to pull itself out from the base. And it's going. Aah! Whatever it's seeing, it's afraid. Aah! It's panicked in fear, holding completely still. Its tentacles sprinkling everywhere going it's going this eyes blinking it's terrified uh, it lasts for a minute yeah it's a full That's minute right. is there, right, can we get out guys is there any way for me to tell what he's afraid of or is that not information i can get uh creature no i don't think you would know but you would have a sense that this creature maybe is afraid of fire okay and maybe just be seeing flames in front of it nash will remember that uh, sorry. Yeah, I hope you're right. Now's the chance. It's it's scared. We have about a minute to do whatever we're gonna do. All right, wait. It's not your turn. Oh. Hope you can't be moving. Oh, oh, that's right. We're not free. Uh, All right, Nash, it's still your turn. Uh, I'll say. Uh, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna back up a little bit to about here mm-hmm. and say uh, I am gonna yell as sort of a little free action uh, we have about a minute before this thing gets back to its senses and then I'll that's my turn alright so we're now going to roll a save to see if it saves because it can roll a save on each of its turns right Fruit? is it every turn um, let me just make sure uh, if a creature ends its turn in a location where it doesn't have line of sight to you then they can make a saving throw oh interesting so oh. he has line of sight on you so he's still affected without the saving throw okay cool well you see his flesh rip from the base as he begins screaming and trying to run frantically and oh, I'm still on drawing I don't want to do that. whoa <laughs> that looks weird Attacked by geometry. <laughs> uh, oh no! And he, 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 his flesh rips, and he moves over across to the corner, trying to get away. He can only move ten feet, and he, he just he slowly he rips his base from the bottom. These little tiny little bug legs crawl out. He's moving along them ever so slowly, running away from you with his tendrils all out. He's going. Ah, 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 ah. Well, it's your turn. <laughs> All right. Um, I would like to continue the attack. Pharrell? Okay. You move forward. Uh, I'm leaving him. It's a melee range. Yep. I'm going right. to go just to plunge monster him right in the eyeball. Very good. Make a wait. Make an attack. In the mouth. Okay. You, you have two attacks. Yes, but I would like to... It, the first attack is to the mouth. Yes, to the mouth. A 17. Okay, that is, I believe, it is not a hit. Oh! All right. You attempt to hit him, and it just bounces off his teeth as he screams, and you're just like, ah, damn. I attack him again. With a 23. This one is a hit. As you drive the sword deep into its mouth, roll the damage. Not right. Eight points of damage. Do eight points of damage to it. Sinks deeply inside. Let me see. If, oh yeah, it's eight points of damage. You sink it deeply in, and it screams out. Continues to scream, and it's scared. And it looks scared of you. 
depending on your awareness of what Nash did with the fear spell, it is scared, and you are savaging it. All right, and I would like to then engage the blade on Moss Storm. <clears throat> okay. That's a grapple save for me. Yep. Uh, does it say which... Sorry, is it strength? Uh, Constitution. Dexterity. Dexterity. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you, you open up the blade, and the whole room fills with the sound of... As you start chunking through a piece of its hardened flesh, and it's like a bunch of kibbles and bits flying out from behind him as he's being cutting his mouth into two. All right. Is this the glory you seek, I? <laughs> and you look over, and the eye moves towards you, blinks, and you feel approval. You feel a sense of, of pride, and you feel a yes. sense of approval, and it, it wants you to kill, wants you to continue. Okay, that's turn. your turn. Yep, Stanley. All right, I'm going to see my companions, two of them, uh, making for the exit. See Varel engaged uh, in battle with a creature I know to be dangerous. Uh, and I'm going to say, I think you'd approve, buddy. And I'm going to cast Heat Metal on Ma Storm. All right, excellent. So the metal begins, the metal of your sword begins to glow red. As it becomes hot and it cuts, it turns the flesh into liquid. Oh, I'm sorry, at third level. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> just got to make that clear. Does it have an immediate damage effect? Yeah. Good. 3d8. All right, roll your 3d8, or you can let Kyle roll the 3d8 if you wish. Well, I mean, we'll do this for the Go fire for it. part. The combo. Uh, uh, that is 16 points of damage. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Um, so it glows green, and then you're having a hard time. You know, its flesh is very hard, uh, Varel, as it begins cutting, but then the metal becomes hot, and it begins slicing down deeply and quickly like butter on a hot, like a hot knife on a stick of butter. And it's just... It goes deeper and deeper, and now you're hilt deep into slicing it open. Awesome. Uh, and then I am going to... It's also smoking. The smell of smoke and charred flesh arise from it. I'm going to move forward uh, up into melee range with the creature. Is this melee range? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, no, yes, it is. It's a, it's a, occupies a two-by-two two square space, yes. And I'm going to pull out diplomacy and just say, let's do this. And that's my turn. All right. Was the fire any different color than red, and am I still turning red? Uh, oh, that's a good... Thank you for reminding me. You do change color, in fact. You become a yellow color. Hmm. Glowing yellow. And the rest of the party notices this. Varel's beginning to change colors. Techno Varel. <laughs> that's great. Uh, that's it for cool. me. Open is your turn. All right, cool. Well, seeing that Varel is not giving up, uh, she will go ahead and move a little closer so she has a clear line of sight to the mouth. Mm-hmm. And then she'll take two shots and fire it into the beast's mouth. All right, make your attack rolls. All right, and let me Are these this. still explosive rounds? Yes. Okay, so as you make the shots, explosive rounds blow up near the eye. And another explosive round blows up near the wall behind you. 
No need to roll for any damage, because they're not any creatures. Awesome. Well, I rolled... Explode in pyrotechnics. A natural 19, I guess I can say, because that's part that's of my thing now. Yep, yeah. you've critted. Okay. Your first shot. All so right. I believe the explosive shell is just weapon damage, right? Uh, let's see here. It is... Uh, piercing. Yep, weapon damage as piercing. And then it's start of the creature's next combat round. Okay. You'll, you'll get the explosion. Perfect. So let's do the damage. So that's going to be 23 points of damage. Okay. That's good. A savage blow. <laughs> <laughs> and your second attack? And then I get true sight because I crit on Scully. Okay, so now you're able to see invisibility. You're able to see all kinds of different concealment for till the next turn. Cool. So for the next six seconds, you can see everything. And as you look around you, you see spirits and souls of animals Ooh. dancing around. Ooh. And they all turn towards you and look. And now there's it's like it's like this room is a giant auditorium. And you see humans, lizard folk, and elves. And you see squirrels and rabbits. All in this ghastly ephemeral form. No one else sees this, just you. And they notice that you're there and they all observe you. And they approach you. They notice that you notice them and they begin approaching you. Oh, jeez. All right, she's going to quickly load up her second shot and take aim. Uh, 29. Or actually, minus episode 24. Okay. 24 is a hit. Perfect. And that's going to do 15 points of damage. Okay, and you have two shells lodged into it. 15 points of damage? Yes. Okay. I need a calculator. The damage numbers are getting big. And my me brain no good at math. <laughs> All right, so just a second. And who's after that? Is it Nash? After you? Yeah, Nash, yeah. it'll be your turn unless you're doing any other movement. Oh. No other movement. 15 and 23 points of damage. So far, you've done 67 points of damage total to the creature. Nash, it is your turn. You are free from its tendrils. Yeah, yeah. And it's still standing there going, <laughs> scared of fire that it perceives. Okay. I don't oh, wanna... speaking of, my damage was fire damage. Not sure if that matters, but I figured I'd tell you. Okay, appreciate you mentioning it. Yep. Oh, that's good, right? Because he's in, like, fire. Well, we're going to add to that fire problem that he's having. Uh, by throwing a firebolt directly at his stupid face. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is going to be... Hold on a second. Uh, That will be 17 to hit. Uh, It's a miss. Ah, shit. Well, you hit it, but it just gets absorbed in its thick carapace. Okay, interesting. So it hit, but it absorbed it and didn't hurt him? That's right. It has a very high AC. There was two 17 attempts made that did not do damage to it. Okay, I'm just trying not to read in, read, read into it too much. You just didn't make the AC check. All right. Um, and the only reason why uh, Hope did on the 19 was because it's a crit for her. Crit is an auto hit. Like right. She gets the same benefit of as rolling a natural 20 on rolling a natural 19. Right. Otherwise, she'd been in the same boat or similar boat. Um, all right, I'm gonna say 
that's my turn, I guess. I'm gonna look Nash just for the, for the <laughs> That's my turn, party. For, for the I for the for the RP crowd, he looks really frustrated right now. Nash is super frustrated. There you go. That's my turn. Alright, and uh as it as it shrieks back in fear, the sh- explosive shells that Hope fired begin to explode. And he goes, <laughs> Can you roll your damage dice for it, Hope? It's going to need to roll, I guess, because it's got two bullets, two constitution saves. Oh, okay. Sure. 13. Oh, I forgot it was constitution saves. Okay, it saves on one and fails on the other. So one. There's one explosion. uh, So half of that. So eight damage for the first one. That's half damage, the one that he didn't save from. Okay. And then 17 for the one that hit. Okay, perfect. Wow. All right, so as it's freaking out, as tendrils everywhere, the first shell explodes, blowing off a piece of it, and then the second shell explodes, blowing off its top. And the whole top explodes, and it's just his mouth and its base left, and Varel drilling, cutting it in half. And as he finishes, he slices it into two pieces, and it just splits into two, going... And the tendrils just fall to the ground lifeless, and the creature <laughs> just, just sort of deflates to the ground. This is good. The eye, the eye looks upon you, Kyle, or Varel, excuse me, approvingly. I strike a pose. I flip around my blade into the ground and stand. Match its gaze. Hope's going to look confusedly at Varel. This is a bit too extreme, even for him. The, the eye blinks at you again and invites you to come forward. Oh, I, I give my blade a swish and end it on my shoulder and start walking proudly towards the eye. Pharrell, what are you doing? The, the eye appears to be embedded in the side of its intestine. It appears to have been here a long time. Hmm. It, it beckons you to grab it. You feel just that thought into your mind. I'll grab it. So reach out my hand and dig my fingers in around it and penetrate you your flesh. And... Yeah, you penetrate, penetrate the flesh around it and reach in to pull it from... And you realize that this eye, looking at it, it's no eye that belongs to this creature. In fact, you've seen this kind of eye before, having slain many of your kind. This is a lizard folk eye. They have eyes as big as oranges? Yes, behind the scales, but Uh-oh. it is larger than you would expect. This was a group. This eye belonged to a great lizard folk. And as you dig your nails into it and pull it out, your body becomes filled and flush and begins changing colors even more. You pull it out and grab it into your hand, and it beats like a heart as you pull it out and show it to the rest of the party. Boom, 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 boom. It wants you to accept it. You're changing colors there, buddy. What's going on? Well, yeah, if, if, if that's the feeling I'm getting and it's acknowledge my glory without saying words to my party, I would accept the gift. You accept the gift and then Varel suddenly staggers. Ugh! And you begin cl- clutching your head as your chain, as his chest puffs out in the large manner and the eye 
begins turning long and stringy and pushes itself into your chest. You can't help it but put your chest out involuntarily, giving yourself a vulnerability, and the, the eye just <laughs> globes onto your chest. And then it embeds itself on your chest, and you stagger around for a moment. Nothing there, looking upon your chest, clutching your pectorals. And then a little graft opens up. And the eye is now embedded in your chest. And it blinks. Oh, weird. What is that? Pharrell. Say something. Pharrell? I'll take off my skull helmet and drop it to the ground and fall to my knees and grab my packs. <laughs> and, and in my mind, explore my new appendage. <laughs> <laughs> and see if I can figure out what the hell happened to me. Alright, and that's a good place to end it for break. During the and after the break, we'll give you the answer. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Woo! Okay. Uh <laughs> what a, I don't even know what to say. That was amazing. Alright, we're gonna take a quick break and while we're gone, I'm gonna do a giveaway, so I do have to pee myself, so I'll be gone for a second, then I'll be back. I'll do the giveaway before anyone else gets here. And then we will be back with more. There will be dungeons in a minute. Don't go anywhere. Woohoo! right, we're back from the break, and we continue with There Will Be Dungeons, Bo. Varel, the nature of the eye that has embedded itself in your chest and is blinking, filling you with a sense of worthiness, makes itself known to you. This is the eye of the great Grogil. It's an unknown substance, but clearly great member of your race. If the soul of Grosjil finds the potential host worthy, it opens its flesh and places itself inside the chest of such a creature. It grants its host resistance to damage from ranged attacks. However, when any ranged weapon attack is made against a target within 10 feet of you, you become the target instead. Mm. If you die, it will remain dormant until it finds a new worthy host. The eye also grants you great magical power of Groshill. A shield made of mystical energy can appear or disappear on either wrist at will and grants you the same magical effects of the second level spell, Flame Blade. The center of the shield has a large flat sphere that burns white and blue while the surrounding area is bright orange and yellow flame. And immediately you see it appears on your wrist in front of everyone. Large flaming shield extends from Pharrell's wrist. You can also throw it and have it returned to you, Captain America style. The eye keenly watches opponents for opportunities to dominate them. As a bonus action, you can choose a target creature and immediately learn one of its vulnerable damage types, if it has any. If it has more than one, you can repeatedly use it to learn more with each turn. If it has none, it'll simply grant advantage on your next attack roll. Once per long rest, when your hit points reach zero and does not exceed your negative hit point total, instead of falling unconscious, you'll turn into a savage rage. And you must move to and use all available actions to attack the nearest creature, friendly or foe alike. In the case of ties, you can choose the nearest available, you can choose between the options. You gain advantage on all combat rolls in this state, and you will fall unconscious if you fail to kill a creature on this next turn. 
killing creatures does not stack the timer beyond one turn if it's if you kill more than one on the same turn and if you healed above zero you lose these effects the eye of grosjil also counts as the natural weapon your shield that is you produce now importantly as you commune with this item you learn that grosjil was a legendary lizard warrior from the savage days of the scorching and an evil warlock tried tricked Grosjil and captured his strength into this magical artifact of unknown origin. The warlock found he could not capture the power of Grosjil without removing or capturing the soul, and thus it has its own sentience. When bearing the eye, the host will telepathically feel your joy of victory and disapproval when suffering defeat. And apparently my mic is quiet, so I will turn it up. I think it's just distance. Hello? I'm right here. Oh, hello, hello, there, hello. There you go. All right. That's better. If the host takes an action that is shameful or cowardly, you'll suffer a conflict. On losing the conflict, Grosjil will suppress his abilities until you do something worthy. Continuing the shame will result in further discordance, and he will take control of you and find the first creature of a combat rating higher or greater to fight for you. If there's a third conflict, the eye will leave you, teleporting away. Will it rip from his chest in a very dramatic fashion, fly forward and you know throw him back and all that? The finer details can be reviewed, and of course we'll post this online, but yes, it will leave in shame and <laughs> abandon him Sweet. If, he, if Varel is shameful. This all becomes known to you, Varel, as you stand there with a flaming shield in front of you, your chest having a blinking eye embedded in in it your colors rapidly changing wow that's really cool i would like to drop mawstorm and summon forth my flame blade yes you have it it's the sh it's in the form of a shield it's not a blade oh snap it's a oh, shield damn okay it's so the, i get it, both it, it, it uses the flame blade spell but it comes in the form of a shield got it awesome so i have a flaming shield you do. It's it's pure fire. There's no metallic parts to it. It is made of pure fire. That is badass. The room is alight with your shield. And as, as you guys stare at Varel in awe, wondering what is happening to him, the ceiling begins to lower a bit by a foot. You hear a... <laughs> just comes down a little bit. My friends... I have been embedded with power. I'm going to say have... Grohl. What's the, what's the name again? Grogeel. Grogeel. Okay. I have taken the eye of Grogeel into myself and felt its glory. A mighty boon. Don't forget, from here on out, mighty Varel, when people stare at your face and you can say, excuse me, my eye is down here. All right, we're having a lot of fun with this, and I have about a million questions, but does anybody else notice that this creature is either shrinking or collapsing, both of which means we need to get out of here right now? Nash's yeah. baby arm pops out of his cloak and begins shaking. <laughs> I'll, I'll move to catch up and then hope I don't understand Nash's reference. We'll talk after we get out of here. Only I have an eye in my chest. Yeah, no, it's fine. Well, there it's are fine. things on chest. We'll explain later. Stanley's right. We need to get out. 
All right. So you continue uh, on past that direction. Yep. And as you exit the room, you notice that the wall to the south uh, begins giving away. Now, if everyone can just stop moving for a second while I do this. <laughs> Sorry. We'll okay. never stop moving. No, never. We're already out. <laughs> I'm moving. Oh, everything's connected. No, don't, don't. Don't be bad. Can I just say, while you're doing that, the veins in this world are so gross. Yeah. They remind me of when you eat a shrimp that still has a big poo vein in it. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> just yes. under the surface there, and you're like, I don't want that piece of shrimp. That's just nasty. No. Or like All your right, grandma's ankles. Anyway, this. sorry, go ahead. I was going to go with varicose ads on the highways in Florida. There you go, even more, even better. Right, as you exit the room, the, the little... F- wall of flesh sort of gives way and you notice a bunch of yellowish snot-like substances a large mass of them and they begin spilling out of the hallway towards you Hope's gonna back up running run all right so uh if so if everyone can if we can do turn order who wants to to turn order first i think varel with his hot new uh, gear should be number one yeah i'll lead the way all right. In fact, I'll light my wrist and use it as a light source. As all, right, as you, all right. As you <laughs> begin dashing, you notice that the things begin moving towards your direction. Slime! Look at them. Gross. Like little splatters. Okay. Uh, so you guys moving? So Varel, make your move first. All right. I will run down the path that we decided earlier. Okay. Hope you're next. All right, I'm going to follow after Varel. Stanley? Uh, follow. Run All right, and Nash. I make a mad dash, dude, for the same deal. All right, as you run by, a piece of the slime whips out, <laughs> makes an attack on you of opportunity, Shit. and misses as it just <laughs> tries to grab you and pull itself into its boogery flesh, and it they, they begin chasing you slowly down the hallway. The intestine is filled, not hallway, but the intestine. It's filled this yellow pus-like goop as it fills up behind you. Varel? Running! Uh, at, at a speed that they can keep up with, so not my full okay, 40, perfect. but the 30 of oh. my allies. Alright. Oh, Running oh. behind. Yeah, there's a hole in front of you. How did I end up right here? Stanley, so Nash, your turn. We're all still tied together. Yeah. <laughs> okay, as you proceed down the hallway, the boogers begin to, to move in single file behind you, moving. Now, Varel, there's another uh, pus hole in front of you. All right, I'll jump it. All right. Strength, uh, acro- or acrobatics or athletics, like you wish. Everyone can make that roll as you guys run down the hallway. 25. 17. Mm-hmm. Natural one. Fourteen. Okay. Tied so, to us though. Yep, Stanley, you get your foot stuck in the hole as you make tend to make a jump. You just mistime it and your foot becomes stuck in it. <laughs> and Nash, you tend to jump across, but you knock uh yourself into him as you've made the jump. Oh and have to you're sort of now on top of him as you put knocked him over. <laughs> and his foot is stuck in a little flesh hole in the bottom. And around the corner, the filled pus begins to <laughs> chase you down. And threaten to engulf all of you. Gonna Stand start pulling stuck. on the rope. Alright, I uh, would try to pull myself free. Alright, let's make a strength check. Can please. I, can I help, help him and get a bonus roll on that? 
Okay, you can make it with advantage as Nash attempts to help you get your foot stuck from the hole. Sweet. Uh, that's a 15. Okay, Eight, 18. Your... 18, does that help? Well, no, no, you've given him advantage. But... Yeah, I got to roll with Oh, it. I, thought I, had to, I thought I rolled the second <laughs> die and then you took the highest. Right. Never mind. Sorry. I mean, you both could have rolled a die. Uh, you, pull, you pull it out uh, and it was a satisfying and you're now free. Satisfying. All right. My All right. wedding night. <laughs> you guys are able to proceed <laughs> down the hallway. Pharrell, you're first. All right. Spin around the side. Uh, is my fire shield giving me greater sight than... Yes. Oh, current? yeah. You're a source of light. So let me give you some light. All right. Let's do awesome. that. Awesome. 20. I'll play to see light. Sweet. I'll round the corner. All right. You round the corner. Hope. Oh, you may go. Great. Following Pharrell. All right, the the paths twist and turn as they you continue running down them, seemingly endless. Go ahead, Nash. Um, do I have move, to roll again for the jump? You move up to six squares. Uh, yes, you do. Okay, hold on. Please don't be lower this time. Fourteen. All right, you make it over. You, you sort of twist your ankle a little bit, not painfully, but. Yeah, you're just nervous and a little awkward, but you get over to the other side and you run down the hall around the corner, the intestinal corner. And again, here the walls become even more filthy, vile. Uh, the air, it's almost like you're burning the air. There are little sparks with your flame shield as it sort of ignites a bit of the gases around. Whoosh, whoosh, and sort of this, this flame, this flame burst just sort of whoosh, whoosh, as it eats up the gases in the intestine. Uh, you may continue, Varel. All right. I advance. And everyone else may follow. All right, following. Following. All right. Please continue as far as you'd like. Uh, and I will advance. narrate the fact that you're continuing to move around the corner, escaping the yellow pus that you know is behind you. You can hear it oozing down the hallway. The intestine twists and turns, seemingly endless. Now you're moving left. And you see the corner moves right. And then you have to move left again and move right. And, and you, at one point, it's a little bit closed up, so you have to push aside and step through and hold it open for your your teammates. And again, you know it's another pus hole in front of you. All right. Keep it moving. Ooh. Twelve. <laughs> okay. Ooh. You jump over, able to not fall into the pus hole. Yeah, twelve for me. It's a 12 for me. <laughs> uh, it's just a dexterity check, right? Uh, yep, athletic, you can use your acrobatics or your oh. athletics to leap over. It was, we'll say, exceptionally high. And just go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nash. Um, eight? <laughs> okay, you, uh, you you attempt to jump over this time, and now it's your turn to slip in as your foot gets stuck in it. You misjudge it, sl slip on down, and go, Whoa, and your baby hand slaps you in the face awkwardly, and you're blinded for a second. <laughs> it got me right in the eyeball? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And you're right. just like, ah, oh, and you wince, and you, it causes you to fall down into the hole. Uh, you look back, and you see that Nash has once again fallen into or has for the first time fallen into a hole. His foot is stuck. A little help. I'll start pulling on the rope if that gives yeah, him an advantage. Pull on the rope to help yank him out. All right, make a strength check, please. All right. 
Ooh, 19. All right, with a satisfying... You pull out your... You pull your foot free from it. Thank you for saying foot. Got it. <laughs> and you're able to proceed. All right. Pharrell continue. Pharrell continues, running around the corner. All right, this time there's a long intestinal passage that leads to the right and curves again to the right. And then there's a long passage this time, as you see it sprinting as 60 feet. Sorry, 10, 20, 30, 40, 40 feet long ahead of you. I'll book it the full my speed of 40. Okay. Everyone books it down, rounds the corner. And again, another turn to the left. This is this pass these passages are endless. You can hear behind you the running. Yeah, it says that isn't me. That's not me making that sound. <laughs> Everyone continues running as they as you hear the sound behind you, and you approach this time a larger hole. All right, I'll jump it out in front for the group. Twenty three. Twenty three. You leap to the other side, and you immediately notice another creature, the self same as you did in the other room. It <laughs> reacts immediately and whips out a tendril at you. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I want everyone to roll initiative, please. Uh -huh. Shit. <laughs> four. Six. All right. Nash has four. Pharrell has... Nash, four. Pharrell, six. Six as well. Twenty-five. What? <laughs> wow. Stanley is done. Yeah. You can't do this. I wasted a nat 20 on initiative. I feel <laughs> great. Okay, perfect. So, uh, Stanley, it is your turn first. You notice the, that a tendril has has reached out to attempt to swipe Varel, and you can kind of see it in mid-flight uh, making its way towards Varel. Uh, can I try to blast it on its way to Varel? Uh, you can target the tendril, yes, but you can't see the creature itself. All right, I will uh, fire double beams of Eldritch Blast at the uh, Tendril okay. and see what happens. That's not going to work. So the first one is likely a miss. Uh, I rolled a 2 plus uh, 8. Mm -hmm. So 10. Uh, second one is going to be a 23 to hit. It hits. Right. Roll your damages, my Oops, man. That's the wrong dice. That's nine damage. damage nine okay. damage to the tentacle. Okay, you fire out the Eldritch Blast. One miss, and the other one shocks it and disintegrates it into a mist of flesh, and it no longer is reaching out towards Pharrell. Uh, More tendrils then, appear to be making their way uh, as you do this. And then I'm going to move to the edge of the hole. And yeah. uh, that'll be the turn. Okay. Varel, it is your turn. Another great beast, a roping beast, before you. All right. I will lift up my shield and charge it. Okay. Perfect. And make my first flame blade shield attack. Okay. So flame blade, uh, I believe, is... 
It's a melee spell, so I guess... Yeah, so you'll be making your melee attack. And it's on fire. (laughs) Don't forget how on fire it is. If you go to spells, you'll actually see that the spell flame blade is available there. Oh, cool. Uh, So it says it gives you a plus three to hit. Oh, interesting. But 3d6. Hmm. But it will do 3d6 fire damage on a hit. Gotcha. Plus three to hit. And it may still be more worthwhile to use your Moss Storm, depending on what you're... Eh, I'll do a one-two. We'll do a, fl- uh, a Flame Shield Slam and then a Moss Storm Swing for the secondary. Now, can I use Reckless Attack on a melee spell? Because I have to go to Features. Reckless Attack... On the first attack of your turn, had been advantage on a melee weapon roll. Mm-hmm. And this counts as a natural weapon, not a melee weapon. No, it's still a melee weapon. It's just also a natural weapon. Okay. Scimitar, last duration. I mean, this is a, an ephemer- you know, flame blade as written is an ephemeral scimitar, basically. Sure. So this is a melee weapon, so I would assume. Yeah, and you're making a melee spell attack with the blade, so it counts. Cool. All right, I'll make a reckless one then, with the glory behind me. So it'd be a 16 roll, then a 19 total. 19 total. Okay, with Moss Storm. This is with the uh, the flame shield. The flame, so the flame shield connects, but does no damage to it as his carapace is hardened. All the same. Then the secondary attack comes. So. so pop with the shield and then run over with the Moss Storm yeah. for the second attack. Seems and Moss Storm is a natural 20. Alright. So souls. roll a double damage dice. Natty 20 for the Moss Storm. Nine. So with the flame shield. Yep. And just boof, splash a bunch of flames in its face even if it does no damage. Ha ha. And a uh, total of 13 points of damage from Moss Storm. Okay. So you, this time you sink the blade in. <laughs> You sink it into its flesh, piercing its hardened carapace. And boogers, green and yellow, drip forth from the wound. Awesome. I will engage Moss Storm as my bonus action. All right, and that's a dexterity throw. It's a fail. Cool. So again, five you open up the blade and with an additional five points of damage, you begin sawing it. Uh, perfect. Okay. Um... Stanley, or not Stanley, uh, Nash, it's your turn. Okay. Um, do I have line of sight right there? You do. Okay. Well, um, hmm. Burrell's a little close for that, so I'm not going to put him in danger. Uh, let's try Acid Splash. See what okay. that does to him. It may not do much because we're in the freaking colon of a giant frog here. You remember you get your extra damage on your acid attacks. Oh, that's true. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Okay, we're doing that. Okay. Uh, do so you that's need to just a... a save for me? What's the yeah, save? Yeah, to dex 15. That will be... Okay, it's a fail. Okay, good. Uh, so, I need to do... Hold on. 
Do you do uh, extra damage with that now that you're a higher level? Uh, yeah. So it's let's see, same thing. One d six acid damage plus. Oh no no no! It's not in addition to. It's just okay. At sixth level, fifth you do level, two d six. Two d six. You do two d six plus two d six plus whatever your bonus is from your class feature, which is elemental affinity. You can add plus four to one damage roll of that spell. Okay, so plus so four 2D6 to whatever plus this four. is. So that will be twelve total. Okay, so you flings acid on it, and it screams out in pain as you melt some of its teeth, and then one of the teeth, like the teeth, sort of melt open a little bit. It undulates violently. All right, sweet. Uh, I like Tendrils my flaming everywhere. I like my position. Flailing everywhere. I'm, I, positionally, I like where I'm at, so I'm not going to move. And I think that's okay. my turn. All right, then that leaves us with hope. It's your turn. All right, cool. So for my action, I'm going to continue the jump across. And let's see, that was a 14. Okay, perfect. You make your way and jump across. All right, seeing that, I'm just going to kind of book it back 10 feet. And that'll be my turn. Okay, perfect. Um, So the roper uh, extends its tentacles out and attempts to grapple you. Varel. Excellent. Uh, it is not... Oh, it is, a, it is a weapon attack for him, and you do not contest it. Uh, 21 versus your AC. That's a hit. All right. So the, the tendrils swoops out, wraps itself around you, and pinches you yet again in that familiar feeling. <laughs> closing your arms. However, Storm stays in, and you're able to wedge yourself so that you still have a hand on the sword as it <laughs> continues to drive itself into the creature. Awesome. Um, it then pulls you closer to its mouth and bites you. Okay, and a 14 will not hit, right? Miss, correct. Yeah, so it hits, uh, so it, it bites down on you and then breaks its teeth against your scales. And it's just savage in what it does. You just hear the sound of teeth breaking around you. And you feel its tongue sort of lash around your face, but you take no damage. Okay, uh, Stanley, it is your turn. All right, uh, time for me to make my jump across. Uh, that's a action to do the jump, right? Correct. Okay. That's going to be a 23. Okay, you float across daintily. Yes. <laughs> and, uh... By the way, that's why it was weenie in the contest. I was throwing that out there. <clears throat> hey, I'm Stanley, not Diane Talent. Difference. <laughs> Uh, and then I am going to throw out diplomacy, mm-hmm. say parlay, and send it at the creature. All right, make your an attack. attack roll. That's going to be twenty-seven to hit. Okay, that's a hit. Nope, I did bad math. That's twenty-two. I uh, still hit. Okay. Wow, must have been really big math. Oh, he was really off. <laughs> well, well, that was a little bit of bad math there. 57, uh, does that hit? That's, that's nine damage to the creature. Okay, you do nine damage to the creature, and its blade sinks itself into its skin and pulls itself out telepathically. Uh, yep, and that will be my turn. Okay. All right, uh, Varel, your turn. You're currently grappled. All right. Uh, is it... So I, you said I still have... 
my hands are on the blade and it's still you in You have contact. one hand on the blade and on the trigger. Actually, you would have both hands, but they're like, you know, you're you're bound by the tendril. You can't sure. really move your arms until you break the grapple. You're like Luke in Return of the Jedi. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I would like to uh with my with my helmet, would I be have momentum for a headbutt? Well, your head is kind of in its mouth at this point. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so it is it is actively chewing, though I am resistant at the moment. Yeah, um, so, so far it's broken its teeth on your scales. I would like to ready and action. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> when it bites me again, I want to bite its tongue. Yeah. Okay, so you're readying an action to bite its tongue. Very yeah, good. so when that tongue comes back at my face, I'm going to bite it. Nice. Yeah, it's your turn. Nice. How can I even follow that? That's an amazing readiness. Um, I don't want to be any closer than this, so I'm going to do um, another acid splash from the side. Okay. So that's Dex 15. My part. Mm -hmm. Dexterity, right? Yep, Dex 15. All right, it fails the roll. All right, the plus four, so. 13 this time. Okay, so you fling another uh, globule mm -hmm. of acid at it, attempting to avoid Varel as you throw it and <laughs> continue laying on the acid and melting its skin. All right, and I will. Its carapace gives way to weird organs. Oh, good. Pulsating red. We're burning red, through. I yellow, like it. green, boogery substance slides down at the side of it. <laughs> All right, that'll okay, be my turn. It is your turn. All right, so is that basically an opening that Nash has created? Yes. All right, so what I'm going to do, I'm just going to do one attack this time. I might do two if this misses, but uh, let's see going to shoot one of those explosive bullets with a 24. Okay, that's a hit. Alright, and I'm going to aim it into that hole that Nash has created, and then I'll okay. sit and wait. The bullet goes <laughs> and sinks into the exposed flesh. Uh, do you Can you roll weapon damage, please? Uh, yes, of course. Oh, how foolish. How foolish. <laughs> there we go. Um, so, 14. 14, wow. Okay. You shoot it in uh, into it. And is there anything else you'd like to do? No, I'm just going to smile a little and wait. <laughs> Countdown in my head. All right, well, you don't have to wait too much longer because its turn is next, and where you shot it in, it explodes. Roll your explosive damage dice, please. All right, cool. It's got that 13 constitution save. Uh, yeah, I keep forgetting about that. Sorry. Um... Cool. It saves. Oh, cool. All right, so we're going to do half damage then. So let's see what we got here. We got 12, so six damage, six All fire right. damage. So it does explode, and a piece of its flesh just comes firing out, and then part of it falls down, and sort of it leans to the side now, clearly very damaged, as, as, as a part of it looks like it's just been blown off on the side. And you see a, an avenue of escape through the cheek, Pharrell, where a hole has opened up. Oh, awesome. Um, and as predicted, it does bite you, so you can bite back as a reaction. Yes. Bite contest. 25. 
All right, successful. Excellent. Nine points of damage. All right. So you bite down so hard that you're able to bite off its entire tongue. And you bite it into two pieces. Now you can keep the tongue in your mouth or you can let it go, but you've you've opened your, extended your mouth open in a huge way and it closes in. (sighs) And you feel your chest approve. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. You should eat it for nourishment. All right, so now it will attempt to counterbite you. Poo for a living. <laughs> it, it, it continues trying to bite you, and it breaks more of the teeth against your scale as it arr, arr, bites down savagely on you, arr, like a thing possessed. Arr, arr, arr. But it's you. The rest of you can watch its teeth break against Pharrell's scales as all. It's just its legs dangling out, side of the mouth. Um, now, uh, as you observe this from behind you, you hear. <laughs> And the large yellow pusses begin that fill the intestine begin making their way behind you and are close to coming to your direction to engulf you as it evacuates from the intestine. Stanley, it is your turn. Nash, in particular, they're about 10 feet away from you behind you. Okay. The large we didn't skip Pharrell, did we? We did not. Okay. I don't think so. You ready to an action? That's why. Oh, okay. All right. Stanley, it's your turn. Uh, all right. Well, seeing a, a smoldering opening that Hope has continued to damage, I'm gonna key in on that. Fire two Eldritch blasts and send diplomacy to go stab it. Okay. Do all the attack roll things. <laughs> oh my gosh! There, none of them are good. Uh, okay. I didn't roll anything higher than sixteen to hit. Everything misses. You, you oh, make no. a you make a big deal about flailing back your cape and and they both shoot wide and the sword also flies wide of it and the entire barrage fails so many dice roll so low (laughs) alright anything else you'd like to do or are you expended Uh, I'm going to bravely scooch a little bit alright Varel you're up next bravely scooch you said there there was a hole out the side of the mouth that I can yes is that an escape artist? You're, or? you're still you're still restrained, but if you wanted to, instead of retreating out, you could make your way through the mouth. And out oh the yeah, hole. you have a you have its tongue in your mouth too. You've bitten it clean off. Okay, so I could I could actively like, uh, was it crocodiles where you escape out the back? It's easier than going out the front because the curved teeth. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll but you are still in... you're still restrained by the tendril. You haven't broken okay. the grapple yet. So your mm. movement is zero at this time. Gotcha. All right. Well, then I'll I'll grapple. No, it's disadvantage though. Uh, I'll, I'll just keep on biting the inside of its mouth, of its own mouth. Okay. If as long as you can keep doing that, keep biting. Kill, kill it from the inside, I say. Uh, Nineteen on a bite. Okay. On its uh, insides. That, that's a miss. Yeah, you bite around the inside, and you are tearing off flesh, but not damaging it, as it cares very little. Its insides are of some sort of alien makeup. It's difficult to understand. You bite flesh off, it grows back in its place, it regenerates. You do no damage. Cool. Uh, looks like I actually misread the flame blade, and it's a cast at will, but it persists, and then is a bonus action. So I'd like uh, to use my bonus action to try to burn it. 
if I'm reading correctly. Um. Okay. One sec. Sorry. Let me get back to your character sheet. All right. So you cast Flame Blade. So yeah. You see, Flame Blade. Cast at will. So the the casting is a bonus action. Yeah. So so casting it is a bonus action. But oh, but make your melee spell it. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That cool. way, if you were a traditional wizard, you'd bonus action, a flame blade, then attack kind of thing. Got it. With your regular action. Yeah. No worries. Okay. All right, so then let's move on to Nash. All right. I got to get the hell out of the way here. So, um, Nash is going to try to jump this anus if he can. Okay, you jump over the hole. Yeah. Uh, so let's see, athletics or it doesn't matter. I don't have any bonuses to that stuff. So here we go. Fourteen. All right, you make it over. Oh, thank mm-hmm. the Lord on high. Oh, thank you for moving me. All right. Um, do I have any movement left after that? Uh, you do. Okay. You've used that's uh two, so you have three more movements. I'm gonna move right there. Up mm-hmm. against the poo wall. Yeah, you, uh, you provoke an opportunity attack from Stanley. I, bro- right, I slap him as he goes by. <laughs> <laughs> I fart on him as I go by. Um, all right, I'm just going to... So that, s- jump, that jump is your action. Right, I'm going to stay there. That's it. Oh, okay. That's my turn. I hope it's your turn. All right, I'm going to yell, come on, Varel, finish it up. We got to go, and I'll start moving... <laughs> You're not gonna shoot him. I've got one bullet left. You can There's shoot and then move. You can shoot there and move. There uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, hurry up, the I'm, roper. Grab hold the inner creature's feet. mouth and hopes like it's his power position. What are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, the, the jellies begin to move. The, the orange, uh, the orange yellow jellies that are filling up pus like move through the intestine covering touching like all sides of the wall they're just filling it up and they move closer and closer uh varel it makes another bite action on you and again breaks its teeth continually trying to bite you and unable to do so my rolls have been really low okay stanley it's your turn all right i'm gonna try the trifecta one more time hope it goes better i'll go ahead and aim at the tentacle because it seems like i could destroy those before so Uh, okay Wait, you should do this one at a time because you don't want to aim everything at the tentacle and overkill it, right? That's a good point. That's a good point. All right, we'll do first Eldritch Blast at the tentacle. Okay. The one holding Varel, I assume? Yeah, that didn't hit. Second Eldritch <laughs> Blast at the tentacle. <laughs> Come on. Maybe? So What's the roll? Uh, hold on. That's an 18 to hit. It, it hits it and does nothing. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Send diplomacy to hit the tentacle. <laughs> Natural twenty. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Roll your, your damage dice. There. You were due, man. You were due. Uh, that's going to be fourteen damage. Okay, you slice it, and uh, Varel, you're immediately loosened. Awesome. And you gain full control of your body. And now it is your turn. Uh, oh, oh, and you're moving. Yeah. Oh, no, I gotta stay in range of freaking 
diplomacy here. So let me see. <laughs> None of his teammates to help or anything. His sword is the right, part. Yeah. I go that far away because that's how far I can still be away from right. diplomacy. Varel, your turn. All right. I, I will. Full, fully free. Cool. I will. Uh, disengage from the creature with my okay. standard so I don't provoke attacks of opportunity which are auto hit grapples Yeah, and then I will run <laughs> <laughs> okay you disengage and you begin running down uh, running down away from the creature you have 40 feet of movement cool I will book it to up to hope and that'll be the 40 okay Nash it is your turn alright I'm gonna not Stick around down there either and run. You could kill it though. To there. Your chance. Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not going near that Gold thing. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So it now as you guys run around the corner, you're still within its line of sight somewhat. A tentacle reaches out and attempts to grab Stanley as he's still visible on the Shit. corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad I got behind you suddenly. We got the ropes. Yeah. Okay, you're so, all coming back. <laughs> 14, 14 doesn't hit, right? Uh, no, it does not. Okay, the tendril reaches out, darts past your head. <laughs> okay, Stanley, it is now your turn. And all the, right. uh, sorry, the oozes, before you move, the oozes start to fill up in front of the creature and begin to fill things up <laughs> and hides the creature from your view. Oh, I can't see it at all anymore? No. All, all you right. see, all you see behind you is, a, like a, it's like a. You ever had like a donut with a filling in it? Yes. Yeah, it's like a yellow, orange, pussy filling, descending down the intestine towards you, just covering everything. All right. Well, I'm gonna call diplomacy back to me. Yeah. Uh, and. I mean, we're about to we're, run we're, anyway. Yeah, we're back to running time. So we're about to run anyway. So Pharrell, just before I run, I shoot two Eldritch Blasts at the goop. Okay. All right. Make a tackle. Because <laughs> why not? Yeah, why yeah, not? Sure. Okay. Uh, that's an 18 plus 8 and a 4 plus 8 for, <laughs> for them. 18 plus 8. All right. So I'm just moving to the stats of that thing. One second. Sorry, 14 plus 8? Yeah. They changed D&D Beyond a bit. I'm having a hard time finding anything. That's a 21 to hit. I, w I went ahead and took the time and did the math. Cool. All right. It's a hit. They both hit. Oh, okay. Sweet. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's 12 damage total between the two blasts. Okay. You fire uh, an Eldritch Blast into it, and it splits off into two pieces as it explodes and then both pieces begin moving towards you on the base. Okay, it was a good idea to run. We're going to keep running. <laughs> okay, Pharrell. <laughs> I shall lead the party 30 feet at a time. Okay. All right, Hope, continue moving. All right, following 30 feet at a time behind Pharrell. All right, and you may continue doing this until I stop you. So All right. Running desperately. The, the intestines continue to twist and turn as you make your way through the fecal-soaked passages, you can hear the sounds of the pus filling behind you. You run frantically, hoping one day that there will be an end to the intestine. But then the passages begin to open up into wider areas, but the fecal matter becomes deeper 
Oh. And it becomes difficult terrain as you're now in three feet. Oh. Fecal matter up to your waists. Oh. Oh. Dude. All right. Hope is cursing an infernal very loudly. Wading through. Now, everything is very liquid, so you almost get the sense that perhaps there might be a way if you could float atop it to get out. Uh, Wait. I got a cloak. I got a boat. Uh, boat us. I'm going to do a boat. You mentioned the boat before we were waist deep in. Uh, Thank you. Well... I mean, just get the boat all right all right, all right. <laughs> so i'm gonna rip the boat thing off and i'm gonna say the following incantation that's not required at all all right so i'm gonna say sure. <laughs> uh one day you will all call me the goat because i produced a boat <laughs> boat Okay. You know, go greatest so, of all time. Go. Yeah, yeah. Yes. All right. Big in the solar mines. Yeah, yeah, Overwatch. Yeah. So then. <laughs> <laughs> Overwatch. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So I flop a boat out and we get on that thing and we're still going to have to really struggle to keep it moving, though. All right. Damn. A boat appears. All right. Oh, all right. boat was ready with a boat. Look at that. All yeah. right. I, I get in the boat and I, right. I take an oar. I have get a feeling Bo really wanted us to get that boat going today. That's my feeling. There's, there's the boat as you begin making your way down. You can just move your character so you have the light. Awkwardly done. You're now sort of safely in the boat for now. Just stop there for a second as you begin paddling uh, through the lake of shit down the large intestines. You're able to breathe for a moment. You hear behind you the splashing of whatever pus filled thing enter into the deeper area. It's quiet, and but there's time for reflection as you float in the boat, not having to move through. <laughs> reflection while we're floating in fecal matter. Yeah. The intestine ceiling appears to lower again by another foot as it... And you proceed along. Is there, is there any RP that you guys want to do? Is everyone just quietly rowing? What's... Uh, I need a drink. <laughs> is, there, is there two uh, oars? Then do I have both? Uh, the boat says... I was just looking for that. It just says rowboat. It doesn't actually say we have oars. Bo, I guess you should have to... Yeah, you have two oars. Okay. There's okay. one on either side. One person can do both. One can... How do you want to sort out the boat? Oh, Varel's got the strength. If we're yeah, Varel's yeah. probably the best rower. I'll row it. Okay, he rows, and as he, as he pulls back, the, his eyeball and his chest sort of closes, and then he, as he goes forward, it opens up intensely. And then as he rows back... The is eye he closes. Still changing color. Yes, he's, he's been stable color wise. Okay. I'm more of a shower than a rower. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you continue to proceed down the intestine to the sea of shit. As you move. <laughs> I wondered why the light wasn't going. It was because I wasn't going. Boat moves along. Where the boat go? Like the end of RE4. <laughs> and the boat <laughs> proceeds and finally you get to something that looks familiar. The rib the ribbing of the of a place near the exit. Ribbing. Ugh. As you see, the sides of the intestinal wall mm. becomes large and have these large ribbings. And <laughs> I don't know how to describe <laughs> it, but the mucous membrane becomes clearer and cleaner. And uh, you begin making your way down. You can just move your dudes all the way to the end if you like, but uh, 
the rest of the journey is somber as everyone's quiet and the only sound is the sound of Morel heaving the oars through the shit. Well, I would be already, even though it's of little use in this place, starting the mass stream of prestidigitation to clean. <laughs> Stanley is, pre- is, is chain prestidigitating uh, all of his belongings and clothing and everything else. Thank you for as, rowing, Varel. As you move through the bowel, the process takes another ten minutes, but you encounter no other creatures of the Bofrogimus innards. And eventually you get to a place where light begins to shine through and a large exit appears and the lake spills out onto the sand forming a lake of shit near the creature's anus and you sort of float out on the rowboat (laughs) of the froghemus butt and then for a few minutes you're in the sun rowing and then you hit the sand near the shore behind you you see the large body of the froghemus baking in the sun it's flesh rotting Vultures have lined themselves atop it and are taking little bites and going <coughs> birds circle. You can see in the distance from the shore Tietkala maybe a few hours journey on foot. I will exit the boat and walk over to the sands and get my dirt bath. Okay, and you begin yeah. dirt bat bathing? I do. I go over there as well, and I start magic bathing. This <laughs> magic bathing, okay. <laughs> Very good. Anyone else have anything they'd like to do? I'm just going to vomit. I'm going to make a poo angel. I'm going to lay on my back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go, I'm so glad to be out of that effing thing. And do this. Yeah. And you yeah. make it also with your baby chicks. arms. Yeah, my little baby arm going. Oh, can we get rid of that? Stanley, (laughs) could you press to digitate that? What, my arm? Nash, get out of the poo. Get up here. I just feel so good to be out of there, guys. I start zapping him with press to digitation. Just, you know what? Normally, I would make you wallow in your own filth, Nash. But honestly, I got to spend enough time around you. You're going to be clean. Thank you. Now, what are we going to do about your new arm? Leave it. I've grown accustomed. I've grown accustomed to it. It reminds me of Pod, and it'll be a a, a, vest, a vest, vestigial sexy. visage of her of her memory. Your weird, freaky baby arm reminds you of Pod. I'll keep it away. What's hidden? It'll have it tucked under the the cloak. I'm not going to pull it out and go blah all the time. And it might be useful one of these days where all hands are full, but we need one extra hand for something that can help untie a rope or throw a rock or poke someone in the eye while we're grappled or you know it could be useful could hold a potion hold a potion oh. exactly all right all right Morel, how are you no. doing well uh glorious even that was a uh, adventure yeah you yeah. uh came away a little changed there only in my chest I'm still Varel. And as he says that, he changes color to the color of pitch black. You, uh, you keep shifting colors there as well. I am not in control of this yet. Varel, I would keep a close eye on that chest. (laughs) Says Nash. (laughs) 
Hope's gonna start undoing the rope around her waist and start going to everyone and do the rope to wrap it up and put it back in her knapsack. Stanley, as he talks, is still prestidigitating everything. There as, cannot be enough zaps. Even if the place seems clean, it's getting it again. And even as you do uh, that, Nash goes, get it? Because he's got an eye in his chest now. You get it? He has to keep a close eye on his chest? <laughs> <laughs> and you are well armed, yes? Ah, <laughs> see, oh. you're getting the... Now nah, yes. we're talking. Lighten up, Stanley. <laughs> we just went through the digestive system of a giant family. frog. This is great. Nothing. L look, I'm slightly familiar with uh, things seemingly being okay and entering one's body and it ending up not being very okay. And I'm slightly concerned about our color-changing lizard over there. Well, I am as well, but Varel assures us he's Varel. You're okay. You're feeling great and glorious, and you don't you don't feel like hurting us. Why would I feel like hurting you? Exactly. I say accept it like a new arm on your shoulder. Embrace it. Embrace your colors. Embrace your, your newfound eyeball. Could, you have, you, couldn't you guys check the magic of the thing that went into his chest? I'd be glad to. And I'll roll an arcana check if Just the DM approves. Just to make sure approves. it's okay. What do you say, Bo? Can I run one? Um, so what are you doing? Arcana check on his eyeball. No, what are you doing? I'm going to walk up to it and put my hands around it. Like I'm cupping okay. the breast. It doesn't require an arcana check. You're going to you cut put... this chest. Like, okay. What are you trying to accomplish? And then I call for the check. So I get that you want to investigate it magically, or you want to know what it is. I want to investigate it magically. Okay. So arcana, arcana check. Arcana check? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 18. You haven't a clue what it is. Shit. All right, I'm going to go over. You know as much as anyone I'm else gonna... So. I'm going to look at Varel's chest. I'm going to utter a command, do a gesture, and then because it requires my focus, pull out my megaphone and aim directly at his chest, go, What are you? Are you hostile? And cast <laughs> identify on the eye. <laughs> okay, so it's... It's it, Vorel has already identified what it is. So what, what are you? You just trying to learn? This is just trying to get a sense because Stanley has, as you know, had an encounter with a being taking over his body, and he wants to get a sense if this thing is a hostile presence like that. Okay, so uh, Stanley, you learned that this is an artifact of a warlock construction. Uh, you, in particular, are not familiar with Warlock spells, although Diantalus is, so you do not understand what it is that allows it to function. He However, knows a little. I do know basic Warlock magic. Because I can hex Eldritch Blast and things like that. Yeah, but you know that thanks to the corruption of Catobalpraith and not because you were a studied Warlock. Oh, okay. So, um, you have, you have, you don't have a sense of what magic or what process created it you do understand it to be an artifact, that it has a sentience of its own, but that it follows its own will. But to what extent, you could not say without utilizing it firsthand. However, as you identify it, you are filled with an extreme feeling of unworthiness, as you can feel it judge you as unworthy and wanting. Judge me? 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, you. you're. I, I pass this information along to Varel and just. Varel, so that's what I can sense from it. I would exercise caution. Whatever this thing is, it has a mind of its own. It's not going to necessarily have to obey your commands. As long as its goals align with mine and it seeks glory, it will find it in me. Though I wonder, might I have time to meditate on this? Here, finally returned to the desert after a long time amongst humans. I would very much like to gain control of these uh, prismatic scales. I don't think that would be a bad idea. I think we all could use a little break after what we've endured. Now, do we want to do it right here in this lovely setting? And I gesture towards the river of shit to the side. <laughs> or... Uh... Should we maybe at least move a little bit? I can supply cover and shelter so we can set up camp wherever, but uh, no doubt this giant creature will draw some attention and it could bring people to us. Should we recover the Fate 4 while we're out on this half of town? No, what, drive it into town? As the original plan I stated, yes. But we don't even know if the war is still going on. Oh. When was your army to arrive? Where? Whenever. I don't know. He didn't know. <laughs> Whenever. <laughs> <laughs> Could be there now. Would it not be inspirational to see their new queen uh, pop a, a, a jump into the keep on a vehicle? <laughs> I don't even know if they would know what it is. They've been locked away for thousands of years. Oh, that's a good point. Then perhaps your cover, Stanley, would be best. A, a, All right. a free of the winds of Froghima. Then let's uh, move away, and I will set up the tiny hut whenever we feel it is appropriate. Okay, so which direction do you walk in? Towards Tietkala or towards a different direction? Towards the T, I would imagine. Yeah, that's... It's fair to say that we're going to want to make our way back there. All right. for it. The four adventurers pick up their belongings and begin the long trek. How many hours do you walk before you rest? Uh, you said we're how many hours away, probably? You look like judging five or six hours. If we it's go half walk. of that. Yeah. 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 yeah, two and a half. All right, with that. So you walk we, at two or... Oh. While we walk, I want to do a perception check to see if I see any... Uh, first of all, vehicles on the horizon, but any sign of... Wasn't the Toyota host supposed to arrive at the wedding? And we were, of course, in the keep when things went mad, so I'd like to see if the, the host has traveled. Okay, do your perception check, please. 23. You scan the horizon, and you see that all is quiet from all directions. Hmm. All is quiet, which is perhaps even more mysterious than if it had been a light. 
and as you continue your trek, the sun begins to set until finally it's consumed by the horizon and you enter into darkness. Well, seems like as good a time as any to set up camp. Yes. I need about ten minutes and then we'll have a shelter. Thank you. And I will go ahead and perform the ritual to summon forth the tiny hut. We will make the outside uh, kind of a dark blackish blue just to give it a natural level of camouflage while we're out here in the middle of the desert. Mm-hmm. And then I have to be in it, so I'll be in the I'll be in there. All right. So you create the tiny hut. It had what does it have inside? Does it have tents for people or? Uh, no, it's pretty sparse. Uh, it just I can control the temperature. We can see through it, uh, and I can command it to become dimly lit or dark. So. Ooh, it has air conditioning. Yeah, it's got air conditioning. Oh my. Yeah. Well, not really air conditioning. It's comfortable and dry, regardless of the weather. Okay. But it says you can set its temperature, so if you can make it, like, you know, a nice 10 degrees as opposed to the 50 degrees or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. It's comfortable and dry in there. 10 degrees. Oh, Canadian. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Exactly. (laughs) Sorry, Celsius. I don't know what you're going to use for heat. (laughs) All right, so you create the tiny hut, the party gathers inside, and they may take benefit from the long rest. Oh, All right. Yes. Oh, it's very welcome. Yeah. And I would like to meditate on my eye and see if I can communicate and figure out what's with the colors. Very good. Um, So you spend the time meditating, Varel, during this time, and uh, your sense is that your color changing likely has not to do with the eye. That your color changing was an independent byproduct of communing with the frog hemoth mind. Mm. That somehow an infusion of pixie dust mutated your body and has corrupted it. But you now have the ability, and you can go ahead and add that somewhere on your sheet, to change the color of your scales at will. Damn. That's all. As simple as that. But it may confer stealth advantages in certain situations. Ooh, cosmetic and useful. You don't know if it's permanent or a temporary affliction, but as you sit there by the campfire light and think about the color of red, you see your scales slowly change to red. And as you think about charcoal, you change to a gray color. It seems to obey your will. It's independent of the eye. The eye itself confers its approval upon you and nothing more. It doesn't communicate with words, but just with the sense that its will is pleased. Awesome. It blinks quite a bit, too. Hmm. Hmm. Because when it blinks, you can feel it. You feel the blink in your chest, and it's unusual. Yeah. (laughs) Does it make noise? Is it like... Yeah, there's a little wetness when it's very quiet. You can hear, you can hear the flesh slide over the eye surface. Perfect. Is anything anything else anyone wants to do during the long rest? Uh, I think I'd just go over and talk to Hope. Um, Hope, how are you holding up? I know we were very close to the objective, and now we find ourselves almost back at square one. I'm feeling good about it. Nothing reset as far as we know. 
For all we know, everything could be taken already. For us. Could be. Is this still the path you wish to walk? Yes. Then we'll be with you. Thank you. That'll be it. Go to bed. All right. You all sleep peacefully. The day's exertions having taken their toll on your spirit. The rest is fruitful and what's the word I'm looking for? It, you're, it's restful. Everyone has a good sleep. You wake up at the crack of dawn, the sun slowly crawling over the other horizon. The desert all around you, outside of the tiny hut, appears quiet. You see the corpse, the husk of the bottom half of the frog hemoth in the distance, casting a large shadow around it. Birds have seemed to continue to mass around it, and you can see them flying, circling. Stand up, kind of take a look out, make sure nobody is around the hut. Kind of a concerned, uh, worried look on my face, and dispel the hut. Okay, you dispel the hut, and everyone is exposed to the elements and the hot air. Shit, Stanley! We should probably get moving. Maybe warn me next time. Gosh dang it, and I take my cloak off. It's freaking hot in here. (laughs) I could have made you sleep outside, Nash. I do get to choose who enters the hut. Fine, but just maybe a little warning next time. For shit's sake. We find ourselves (laughs) in a fascinating position. When last we had the radio, we were inside the keep. We weren't seen leaving the keep, were we now? And here we find ourselves on the side of town, the same as the block and the salivating fields. My heart beats with revenge and a mighty need to smash some cabbage. I'm inclined to agree. We're going to head back to the teat. We are at an advantage. I don't think anybody knows that we're outside. But if he's a vampire, how do you kill that? I would assume it's not as easy as what we've fought so far. He's undead? That is true. We did not successfully kill the lesser vampire we fought. Yeah, it turned into a strange mist and wafted around for a little bit. Hmm. Then perhaps Nash. a second plan. Oh? Nash. What? What did your stupid book say about <laughs> killing a vampire? You have to, well, does the, the lore goes, you typically, and this, and this varies from story to story, but you're supposed to, with great force, enter their heart with a wooden stake or stick, but it has to be wood. And uh, that's the only sure way to dispatch a vampire. So a sharpened a sharpened stake, for example. Just right through the heart. Any any other anything else and you're not you don't guarantee anything. You could cut his arm off, he's still a vampire, he's still coming to get you. You gotta put that stake through their heart. That's what the book said. 
And some books were different. Some said if you splashed something called holy water on their face, it would burn them. Or if you held uh, a crucifix in their face, they would uh, they would be terrified of that and run. But what's a crucifix? Uh, it's a uh, uh, how do I explain this? You know of Jesus Chrome. We've talked about that whole. I'm not exactly the most religious person, Nash. Well, you know of him, though, right? Sure. Okay. Well, in the old times, there was a Jesus of a very different era, and uh-huh. he was uh, killed by being strapped to a giant cross. And that cross is sometimes referred to a crucifix because that's short for the object of crucifixion. When you're crucified, you are placed upon a cross. And so some people would wear these around their necks. And when they would, and to hold those to a vampire's uh, eyes would send the vampire running. But it doesn't work on all vampires, or at least books would differ as to its effect. The only consistency I read in those books was stake through the heart, no more, no less. That was how you guaranteed death. Rules make any sense to me. I agree. I'm not saying they make sense. I'm just saying that's what was in those books. And some of the books were a little more loose with their fiction than others. Many around me in the mines didn't believe any of this. But we know they're real. Many of those around you outside of the mines don't (laughs) believe any of this. Fair enough, but it's better than not doing anything if we encounter sure it's an idea at the very least we need wood i guess yes any wood would do it just needs to be sharp and strong well there's not exactly an abundance of that around these days i mean back in town would probably be the closest we'd find anything yeah. So back in town, eh? Hmm. Well, do we know anybody else who might know? I mean, I suppose we've missed a couple opportunities to ask people who might have had an idea on how to kill a vampire. But, uh... We're fortunate enough that it wasn't caught on radio. We figured that one out a little later than we should, but figured it out nonetheless. Yes, I have I have some ideas about this sort of thing. I think our biggest problem as a group is that we do not, uh, how you say, uh, a charge for our services. I agree with you, Varel. We absolutely should start that. I fear that when we arrive and ask for nothing in return for services, we come off as gullible. And we should rectify that situation and have some sort of uh, weight so that bending the knee isn't the end result of every conversation after we've completed the first quest. We are hotel owners. We are business people. We are very capable in combat. We've killed a lot of things. I feel like all of this deserves a reward. I agree. How... (laughs) How do we get it? Yes. Well, step one, let's get our town back. 
well, yes. Hope's town. But We've got the queen. Way, it's our town. We have the queen with us. That should be something. Now, Hope, you're not for the... What I feel to be the correct approach. Put you on top of the Fate Four. Feathers, fire, and roll you in. Proclaiming the queen has returned. I mean, we could try it. But if anyone is there that wants to kill us, that would, we, it's a huge target, whereas now we could sneak in, right? We could try to, to get back into the keep without anyone knowing. Well, I mean, we saw what was going on up there. There was a, a vicious battle, and Frog Hemoth certainly did damage to the Pixies, and likewise those Pixies were tearing up the guards. If there's a time to make a big, bold entrance, this is the time. Hmm. Dash? Hmm. Do you have any way to expedite our journey to the keep? I have one riding horse. <laughs> That's more than we had. It's on one of these patches, so we'd have to pull that out and use it. We only have one, but it How would many can it, fit? it would significantly... Well, I don't know. Is there any way to tell from the patch bow if what size of horse we're looking Generally, at? Generally, usually one or two people ride on a horse. A <clears throat> uh, horse does not exactly inspire awe there, Nash. I think maybe we were thinking something a little bigger, more intimidating that you uh, might be able to provide. I, I see. Well, you could just come out and say it. Turn into a dragon and be exhausted for four days. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, I... I was thinking of the horse. <laughs> Could you fly us in, Nash? <laughs> yeah, we could do it. I mean, you're no longer a little pony dragon. You're a, you seemed bigger last time. It, does he seem big enough to carry all all of us yet? He is definitely is big enough to carry four, three people easily. Yeah, yeah, you're bigger. Uh, all right. He's are a we, big lad now. Are we agreed? I mean, how long does it last? I um, feel like we've done this math before, but I want to It's a number of hours, there. I think, equal to half of his level. But I, thought it was, uh, I thought it was a... That was the a large spell that gave us the time limit last time. Yeah, and the large mm -hmm. spell was what the limiting factor was. If he'd have been the dragon he is today, there would have been no need for enlarge, basically. Right, uh, but, so my, let me see but I don't think there's a limit on... Time is there? I thought it was just when I there quit. I'm... You can use it once per day. Uh, you have the long rest to recharge it, and you can stay in B shape for a number of hours equal to half your level rounded down. So you are level six. Yeah. So you can you can stay in for three hours. Three hours total. Well, that should yeah. be plenty of time if it's five. If it's a five hour walk, you do fly at a faster speed uh, than you do walking. I would hope so. And then if there's any resistance, we got a big old dragon to go ahead and attack anybody that gets mad at us. And we could fly directly to the throne room. We could. Mm. The that frog hemoth certainly made an easy access point for us. Let's do it. Well, I like it. how do you I feel about it. flying in on a giant dragon 
How I'm should I feel? the bejesus out of everybody in town. Oh, you keep talking, please. <laughs> Tell me more. I just really want you to get behind this because it seems like a plan that's up your alley. I am absolutely committed to this plan. Hope? Uh, yes, but do, do we need to make it big? And if we do, I don't know how to make it big. Well, it's still big. It's just, if you want it bigger, if you want me to enlarge it, I don't know how to do that once I'm in dragon form. We're talking about his dragon form, correct? <laughs> no, um, the, <laughs> the, the, Varela's saying something about feathers and, and I don't know. Yes. Oh, make what? it more intimidating and, and frightening for yes, me. Yes, I've never done anything like this. Stanley, you have charms and things, can't, don't you? I have a plan. We could rain down gold as we fly over. What gold? My gold. Well, <laughs> you need that gold. You need to buy a, a wrap or a backpack or something. You Everywhere you go, you're sticking blades in your teeth and tucking things under your arms. You need a place to put things. That is true. That's going to cost gold. Oh. Well, also, we're I... not that well off. No, I have gold. Like, uh, I have a large amount of gold buried in the desert. What? <laughs> I... Oh, really? Yeah, yes, I helped rob the bank. You did? When did yes. You... When did Back you get in... a bunch of gold? In Slave Town. The did gentle... I know this? <laughs> or is this actually the first I'm hearing of We it? could get my chest, and as we fly over, spoon out gold as we fly. And gain the appeal of the townsfolk. Well, there was an old book in the solar mines. Also, though, what if we kept the gold? <laughs> Called Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> what we could do is we could set aside a certain amount of gold that we toss down. That way we don't have to get rid of all of it, but we can still Robin Hood. <laughs> oh, I see you're familiar with the book. It's good. Uh, it's good stuff. I do not like this Robin Hood style, but <laughs> you're right. It would certainly catch attention and maybe at, at least grant some favor to us. It is true. I do not know the appraisal. I have very limited understanding of the uh, monetary system. So perhaps first we should head to my hide and find the treasure. Perhaps it's full of crowns and bracelets and things we could adorn Hope in to make her look regal. And if it is of an amount that we can spare, then we can proceed with this plan. All right, and then we split the rest because we're a team. <laughs> Hope's is just gonna correct? stay quiet. <laughs> She's gonna give Stanley a knowing eye. He just said we needed to get paid. I'm saying, what if we all got paid? I didn't realize we already had been. Is it I was paid for a service I did back in Slave Town. <laughs> Is it worth it to us to gain the favor of the people for shoring up our chances there? Should I be secretive, Hope? What's it's Pharrell's gold. Oh, it's mine. Should I be defensive of my gold? You should choose what you do with it. You can be defensive, or you cannot. 
The oh. choice is ultimately yours. Well, if you all had supplies, you'd share them with me. Well, yes, we've been sharing supplies, yes. haven't we? Yes. Well, then to my secrets, then. <laughs> <laughs> Not start right. walking to find the rock with the fortuitously cactus. uh the, the the it was a rock and cactus right that were the landmarks yes. fortuitously you were nearby excellent and a 10 minute journey to said location you see the cactus and the rock formation the ground right. that you left it undisturbed i'll dig it up dig up the Begin chest dig it up and you pull out a chest it's heavy large Varel pulls it out from the ground with a big heave. This is my gold, and I will throw it open. You open it up, and this is a massive chest, and it is filled with gold, crowns, jewelry. You name it, there's maybe 100,000 gold pieces in this thing. Is uh, this much? Hope can't even say anything, but her mouth is open. Good I lord. I feel like how, I picked the wrong profession. How did you keep this a secret so long? I had to bury it in the deep of night, and it never came up. I don't think you've, Stanley, I don't think he values gold the way we do, or the way you do. You, you think, Nash, <laughs> he doesn't even have a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is a lot of gold, so maybe we could do both. You could keep a lot of this and toss some of it to fulfill your idea, Varel. You don't have to. You don't have to give it all away. Oh, how much well, is here? I, 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 enough to burn down Slave Town, apparently. And I'll take out a crown and I'll kind of try to put it on Hope's horn head, sort of from the back, and slide it on. Yeah. It doesn't appear to have been made for a tiefling, so it fits awkwardly over her. It doesn't really work with her. Take two crowns horns. and one over each horn, kind of <laughs> hang them like. Big you do find a second uh, tiara. You find not a tiara, but like a a, a thinner crown, a loop. Yeah, to be able to you're, you hang one off of each horn. They are Maybe. unflattering to your eye, the rest of the humans, but to Varel, it looks magnificent. Hopeful, kind of awkwardly pose. She tries out this regal thing. <laughs> All right, make a pose roll, please. <laughs> what would that be? Yeah, what pose? You can add your charisma to your roll. Now oh. you are, however, not proficient or skilled in regality. Okay, uh, fourteen. Mm. Mm. Nash, Nash is mildly aroused. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean like wiener. I don't How have do you one. No. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think that meant? <laughs> no, it's just supposed to be like, oh, that's impressive. I don't okay, all right. I don't mean like, a, oh, I don't even have a boner. Doesn't go up. <laughs> <laughs> you yelled that out in a real like. Okay, anyway. Nash agreed. We should make it big. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got to figure out how to enlarge it after all. Yeah. Perhaps there are okay. some some garments of great wealth. In this box as well. I haven't looked in it. Well, we should probably look. 
Um, well, you begin shifting around inside, but you don't see garments in here. It is wall-to-wall gold, gems, diamonds, and pieces of expensive jewelry, all fashioned of gold. I mean, these are people that, uh, they live in a place called Trashburg. They're not exactly going to be drawn to opulence, necessarily, or their definition would be somewhat uh, muted. As a matter of fact, gold doesn't even have the same value in this town. We're going to be shifting that paradigm quite a bit. So, I mean, I think a show of strength over the people who have been oppressing them is going to be just as impressive as any sort of regality that we could muster. Uh, strength, strength doesn't pay the bills. I'm just saying no. a little of both. Never you can have you can do both. Does Nash ever pay the bill? <laughs> <laughs> I just mean these people. They live, you know, hand to foot. They don't. It's not. I'd say that is it. Uh, Hungui lives hand to foot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they don't. They don't. They don't. You know. They don't. They never have enough to eat. They don't have enough to to live. They can't. You know. Why can't we do both? Why can't? Why not a little goodwill from us to go along a longer way with them and and a show of force i say we do the dragon we throw the gold we storm the keep i can even shout from the megaphone that we've come to liberate them and that things will change i don't know i'm either the biggest criminal or the potential hero of the people depending on who you ask I made some promises a little bit ago during a bit of a diversion. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. I don't know if that matters now. People don't really like me. What was the promise? Uh, I think sewers was the primary promise. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. (laughs) I remember that. You you were making your political bid. You You promised better sewers. Sewers. Toilets. Well, then, dragon, then? I I mean, we're close enough. I think it's time for a dragon. uh, Take some of the gold, bury the rest? Yeah. I'll keep it in my rad claws I'm about to have. Then drop it when you tell me. We could do that, or we give it to Varel, let him spoon it, as he says. Don't think I'm talking to it. We have a heart out in two minutes. Well, then I'm going to turn into a dragon right now. All right. <laughs> Here's I, the... And I will grab some of the neck, the necklace and jewelry, and also put that over Hope's neck. And okay. we Here, will. Here's what I say. I say, tuck in, boys. We're in for a fight. Watch me dragon out and take flight. And then it just. <laughs> he metamorphoses before you, his body twisting and mutating until he takes the shape of a young dragon. All right, Large everyone gather gold, bows. bury the rest, and let's get going. We'll take off. Here we go. Big wings. Are you taking all the gold or just partial gold? Partial. No, I think we're doing like a two pack. So 
the, the ones with pockets who aren't dragons, and I have no pockets. So two pockets for Stanley, two pockets for Hope, and I'll bury the rest. Yeah, I make okay. a little thing with my cape. That we Give yourself in. each about 5,000 gold. <laughs> okay, on your, on your right. character sheets, and you bury the rest, right? So you yes. bury so it as it was. 10,000 total is gone. Yeah, Nash is impatient, so you quickly run up on top of his back <laughs> and take to the sky. I get excited, man. I'm in full mode. Hoo-ha there. The dragon jumps up into the sky, and then you see the skyline and the sun and the silhouette of a dragon against the sun as it flaps, and Nash goes, even though he doesn't have to, he makes a big, loud dragon sound. This yes. dragon sound echoes throughout the city, and you know that it's being heard. Find out next time! Yeah! How the town reacts to Nash the Dragon. I'm loving it. <laughs> Sorry, chat room. Everyone was frozen for a minute there. They're all fixed now. For a long time, Bo had a really creepy look charity. on his face. This was Bo's face. <laughs> and it wasn't moving. Uh, all right. Well, excellent work, everybody. Ah, that was great. Uh, as always, uh, what do you do in the meantime? You go get your teas. You go get your stuff. It's all at therewillbedungeons.com. And then you join us here next week. Oh, look at that. Bo's got his good berry going on there. Very, very nice. Uh, then you join us next week for the continuation of this grand story. And if you have any questions or thoughts or feelings in the meantime, you can send us your emails. Do that uh, because we love them and we can't get enough of them. That's at therewillbedungeons.com. That's therewillbedungeons.com. What else? That's it. Thank you, everybody, for watching. For me, Bo, Kristen, Kyle, John, and Bo, I said twice. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. <laughs>